0: Log Talk Radio.
1: to talk about, and uh, I was going to go up on a new platform, but listen, okay, I have some drama, okay, so I decided, I mean, I'm doing it on, the. let me just explain to y'all, Block Talk will always be the platform, it's always going to be a platform, but I was going to go do a live for you guys on the new platform, but, you know, I have to wait, so when I'm getting ready to do that, I haven't forgot about y'all, y'all will know, okay, I will let y'all know, okay, when the when there's a new one up on tonight's platform. But tonight we're going to do, we're going to talk about these hot topics, Uh, the pressure I want to talk about tonight to be a boss bitch. (laughs) Really, no, no, we really need to talk about that because this week I saw some things that were very disturbing, and I was like, no, we really need to really have a discussion about these ideas that people, you know, People have what what it, what that means, you know, and I feel like so many young people, young girls in society just feel this enormous pressure to be what the what the world perceives perceives as successful, you know what I'm saying just and and I get it, okay, so um we' talk about that a little later on in the show, okay, but uh. First, I gotta talk about this. Why do y'all hate the Idol? There's a lot of people out here. Like, I, will, I was on YouTube and I was watching the v- reviews the other day, and then I realized. I said, "Where did?" I, I realized, like, I was saying, "Where? What other show did I see this much hate on? Like, so, like a lot? Like, where the hate didn't make no sense?" And there was this show years ago because, you know, I went on, let me just explain this. Y'all know how I be jumping. But I went on YouTube the other day, and I was looking at reviews for the idol. I mean, they were, like, constantly bad. And they were, they were stup- in my personal opinion, some of the reviews, for reasons why they hated them, hated the show, seemed like they didn't get the concept of it. But I thought, where have I seen this before? Like this, I, this, this. But it, it was instead. It was critical back in back these few years, several years ago. It was more critics in uh, the internet, but mostly newspapers and stuff like that. Who there was this show years ago on uh, that came on one of the cable networks. It'd be many years ago, and it was about the NFL and uh, these. They followed the NFL owner. I mean, it wasn't a true. It was like a series, you know. Uh, sort of like, um, you know, like sort of like an Any Given Sunday but more detailed cook about the NFL, about these players, their lives, the owners and all this stuff. And the rumors were that the reason why the show got canceled, I mean, they said the ratings were great, but people were trying to say pan the show and say it was bad. But a lot of people said that part of the bad ratings and part of the things, I'm not saying this is what's going on with the Idol but people were saying that a lot of the bad ratings and everything were 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 because the NFL maybe had maybe this was alleged had uh, put some people they didn't like the show because the show spoke too deeply to about what went on behind the scenes in the NFL like for instance they had a character who had who was really big, and he was a big lineman, and he already had diabetes. But they was encouraging him to get bigger, even though he had diabetes. They also showed, you know, getting shots and all these things. These, This was several years ago, and people were saying, hey, they hated that show because it did not put the NFL in a good light. And so that is allegedly why the show eventually got canceled. Now, y'all say, what does that have to do with the idol? Because I'm seeing – a lot of reviews like this that don't make sense for the idol, <laughs> especially with not understanding the concept. And what I thought is, man, I bet the music industry, entertainment industry, period, may hate a show like the idol. Okay? Because if you see a show like the idol and you're a kid somewhere and some, you know, somewhere dreaming of one day becoming famous or something like that, you suddenly see all the other stuff, stuff to it. You know what I'm saying? And maybe it doesn't look so attractive. Maybe it doesn't. The in, you know what I'm saying? The industry doesn't have, doesn't, doesn't it? It actually shows like this to me somewhat exposed in an exaggerated way. Maybe not even exaggerated on some points. The the industry, okay? And I'm sure they don't like it out there, okay? I don't understand what y'all talking about. I don't understand the concept. The concept is about a pop star who is having who just who who just became a famous pop star not too not not long ago lost her mother in the midst of this, and in the midst of this whirlwind of fame and for and all these things that are happening to her, she has to deal with all these people trying to control her life, control her imaging, control everything, 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 everything. And in the midst of why she's feeling lost and nobody's addressing the um, the pain and the mental illness, here comes a dark character in to make her feel better. And it kind of exposes sometimes what happens to artists. And I've heard tons of stories like this before. Like, you know what I'm saying? So... Um, I remember somebody said they didn't like the title. They didn't like that where the um, – there was a part in the first episode, I believe, where one of the managers says she's she's taking pictures and she's half naked and she's got a hospital wristband on and stuff like that because she had just got out. You know, she had just had some problems at the – I think she just got out the mental ward or something like that. And the person, one of the people were saying, I don't know if it's such a good idea for her to have that, you know – uh banned on why in these pictures and she the lady's like, Why not? Mental illness is sexy And people hated that line. But guess what? In today's world while it's crazy, the it's people do deem crazy sometimes is sexy. In the world. in a crazy world we live in. And so I thought it was a very real way they're saying that hate to, to more she will be more intriguing to people we can sell it out more with this is it is it bad with this health being on the show that she's got mental illness is it a terrible thing yes but it's real and this show is speaking to the real life of the average probably most pop stars all, no, but most a lot of them so i don't know what y'all can get I got it completely. <laughs> okay, so, and, um, and 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 those people will take the, people will play on people's vulnerabilities in the entertainment world. It is, you know, I have to call it that, you know, I love, I was listening to years ago, this I mean, about a year ago, this astrologist who I really like, I forget her name. And she was talking about the entertainment industry. And one of the things she she said she said is how it's so Piscean, and I totally agree with it. She said it has a Neptunian feel because what they do is sell off illusions. If you know, the sign of Pisces is ran by Neptune. If you're into astrology, is as is ran uh, by Nept is Neptunian, and Neptune. If the Pisces um, sign is known for illusion and and well, the uh, not the, it's known for deep think deepness and stuff like that, but Neptune is known as the planet of illusions, the planet of uh, of imagination, all kinds of things, you know, and stuff like that. So, yeah, so she, she, you know, um, um, so the, the entertainment to, industry to me is rooted somewhat in Neptunian energy. So they will sell off things that you may not deem attractive if somebody tells you, but they create the illusion around it of, Crazy is sexy. No, You know what I'm saying? Certain things are, are uh, taboo is sexy. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it, that's the kind of energy it's in. And it would not be surprising to hear somebody say that. I mean, I remember one time listening to Wendy Williams years ago. She interviewed um, Deborah Cox, I believe it was. So it was one of the interviews that stands out to me. And Wendy, Wendy is like a truth teller, you know, back in those days. And so I remember Wendy saying something to Deborah Cox like this. Don't quote me on it, but this is the basic gist. She was telling Deborah Cox, "You'll never be super. You'll never probably be super famous." And you know, she said, "What?" You know, she said, "Because you're boring. You're healthy. You're 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 cute. you're healthy." <laughs> like. Like like and she, she don't get me wrong, Democrats is famous, but she was saying like there's nothing about you that is that is Intriguing because she was so clean, you know what I'm saying she's so clean, so there was nothing to sell here, you know what I'm saying whereas we've seen artists throughout the years that have been so easy to sell, partly because of their dysfunction. People are intrigued by dysfunction. And I'm gonna just say this too. It's something about dysfunction sometimes with artists that they can tap into some of the greatest stuff. You know what I'm saying? In their life, like a dysfunctional artist can sometimes cre- create create <laughs> create so many things. I mean, I mean, when you hear about Prince's personal life, you know, Jim. Gem- it was Gemini season. Let's talk about the Geminis. <laughs> Okay, what well, when you think about Prince Prince, okay, Gemini, uh, son, I think he was a uh, Scorpio ascendant, which you can tell. You can, I mean, Prince, creative genius, smart, but very dysfunctional, allegedly, in his personal life. You know what I'm saying? Had so many uh, personalities. <laughs> I mean so much. I mean, I remember, I remember reading about him and Vanity because I always used to be intrigued about him and Vanity. And one of the reasons Vanity left him, and oh, and then you and there's a great uh, show that comes on that Apollonius people do uh, on YouTube, and they have all these people come in and talk about Prince as a person and their time with Prince. And it's so interesting when the women who have who had relationships with him come in.
2: <laughs> because
1: um, you see that It was like, wow, you know he, Did he did he even know about being, you know Did <laughs> he have one girl? But, uh, but I remember Vanity Whom people say was like the big girl Like the love of his life Maybe some people say Some people argue it But she was like she she was like, there was always women. I remember her talking in an interview saying, you know, I, I remember somebody said, you were like the love of his life, right? She's like, no, I don't think he has the love of his life. I mean, I think I was just one of the people. I, just, <laughs> I mean, he was just so dysfunctional. He was running them in and out. And sometimes he would treat them uh In a way that wasn't. Sometimes people said wasn't so kind. So there is So but yet he's one of the most creative geniuses ever, and there there was nothing. There was not a. There was nothing boring about Prince. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And 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 they and part of the things they sold the mystery, the dysfunction, and everything. Okay, so when you're an inter- when you're an entertainer like the this show the idol this this they're making everything work for her and she's even manipulating it too it's not just the people around her she's manipulating the energy too right because um people can even sell off mystery okay I mean, you know, you'll see your favorite celebrity out, and they'll be like, you don't hardly see out. And how you sometimes, I remember people say, people say, how's that TMZ caught them out? A lot of times what people don't know, they publishes the <laughs> hey. They're going to be at such-and-such, such, at such-and-such such time. Make sure you get pictures. Or maybe an artist that you don't ever see Harley out or you don't Harley ever and suddenly they show up somewhere and they got a girlfriend or they got this and that and all this stuff. It, a lot of times, sometimes some publicists got on the phone or maybe they have even got on the phone and said, hey, here, <laughs> take a picture. Because it's a lot of Neptune stuff going on, okay? And so when you get into the inner circle of those things, there never has a thing, there's never like it thing. It's always way different than you think, right? So, um, and you get closer, you get more away from, you, if you're an insider, you get more away from the Neptunian illusion of it all and you get to see the real, Right? Uh, And this is what Idol does so great to me. I think they've done, so far, a fabulous job. So uh, Verity talked about it this week. It says the story contains spoilers from the second episode of HBO's Idol, titled Double Fantasy, now streaming on Max. It says the sophomore episode of The Idol has arrived, and following last week's controversial and divisive series premiere, the stakes within the show have been raised. Trouble pop phenom Joshalyn. Has tortured has a tortured video shoot and then later invites her love interest cult leader Tidros, uh Abel, which is played by The Weeknd and some of his followers to her house for a night of debauchery. The sex, drugs, and industry drama is amped up compared to the first episode. In an hour of telev- television, sure to start online discourse. The episode is difficult to watch without considering reports of behind the scenes drama that nearly derailed the show. Notably, director Amy Siss. Simmons left the series in April 2022, 2022 amid reshoots and shifts in a creative direction, including a report that Tessa Faye believed that the series was focusing too much on a female perspective. Okay? And I, listen, of course it is, because the music industry is, fem, is very feminine. With masculine gas Is what I'll say to run it But it is a very The art
3: Is very
1: creative Create Creativity is a Even though it It's a feminine and masculine Thing that happens in creativity You get what I'm saying The feminine and the masculine Both come together Just like in Relationships right But in Creativity is birthed through the feminine cycle. It's birthed through femininity. Even though masculinity helps to create creativity, femininity drives it. Uh, Y'all catch that? (gasps) Okay, I mean, that's the life force behind it, okay? So yes. I, I like the idea of it coming coming from, coming from a female perspective, and it's a female star. <laughs> okay, so they're trying to make up things because I don't think the industry really – my personal opinion is the industry does not like this because it exposes all the – I mean, over the years you've seen things on the industry like Empire gassed up, you know, over the top, you know what I'm saying, not really giving you insider insight too much Giving you kind of a huge big, some little spots of things, you know there've always been little spots of things, and the people give you the record industry, or there's this great show I remember Tom Cruise did that kind of gave a good picture of it. There's been another one too, oh, there's another one like a, like it's a um cult has a cult following, I forget the name of it, but very few films have given you that like that that full picture. This to me, I don't care what y'all say. Sam Livingston does a great job. I mean, the the writing to me, I get it. I don't I don't, maybe everybody else doesn't get yeah, I get it, okay? But it says, um Jocelyn summoned her business her house to hear the very sexual and breathy remix of World Class Center. I'm a freak that she recorded new vocals for with teachers. Unfortunately the team does not share a vision which you talked about the other day. Uh and then it says, uh Unfortunately, the team does not share a vision, and she's overruled by fiery record exec Nikki Cotts. That's the one who says the whole thing about uh, sexy, stuff being sexy, Um, (laughs) uh, mental illness being sexy, who reminds Jocelyn of her canceled tour, mental health struggles, and the money the team has invested into a radio-friendly comeback. Jocelyn then works on her remix More Alone, masturbating with a glass of ice while remembering her night with t Okay, so... um, Okay. It says elsewhere. T.J. is in the club, and it becomes increasingly clear that not only is his bi- is he a business owner, but he's also a leader of a paying forward, orgy focused club. So, which very he has very talented people around him, right? Josh and calls T.J.'s post video shoot and invites him over to the house. He asks if he can bring a few friends, and I already talked about that. And soon, the sex and drugs fuel party is taking place at her mansion. This is where the show takes a turn that will likely inspire plenty of discussion. Jocelyn's personal assistant, BFF, Leah, uh, cuts loose doing a coke for the first time and having rough sex with Isaac. Her face, a mix of regret, joy, and fear. Meanwhile, Jocelyn and T.J. are in the bedroom while he's directing her to perform sexual acts on herself while he's sitting in a chair, narrating his fantasy experience. Okay, um, the scene is filled with explicit... Nudity, sexual dialogue, and some X-rated folly, which work when Jocelyn audibly gags while performing oral sex on teachers. Meanwhile, there's also an element of voyeurism when the when one of the cult followers, the most mostly new pianist Chloe, gets stuck in the closet and watches Jocelyn and teachers. Okay. Okay. Um, so a lot of people were hating this. Some people were hating this thing. <laughs> I'm a scrub, y'all. I thought it was pretty, uh, you know. If you're gonna do a sex scene, I was like, "That's the way you do,
3: <laughs>
1: right?" Uh, but I mean, especially if you're gonna do one that imitates the debauchery. I mean, because what the the, 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 <laughs> the music industry is often associated with debauchery, sex, sex, drugs, and rock and roll, right? So, yeah, I totally get it. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I don't. You know, I, I get the idol, <laughs> and I actually like it. I hope it does not. I hope they get to fulfill what they're trying to say. <laughs>
3: uh,
1: I think it would be very interesting if they do. I think I know where he's trying to go. Uh, the, uh, the. I mean, it's like euphoria was hard for people to understand. People hated euphoria, some parts of euphoria. And partly, part of the reason people hated euphoria, because they didn't know they fucking kids. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm folks, they be stopping, cussing, trying to cuss. They didn't know they freaking kids, okay? You know, like, their kids is out here doing the most. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They didn't know. People, and it shows it in the way they approach it. I liked, I didn't like the last season of Euphoria. It was okay. But the first couple of seasons, I really, I really liked it because it was very real and very dark, even though they do it in a more dark sequence. Unlike real life, you know, they do it very dark, the way they film and everything like that. And I get why they do the directors take that liberty to do that. I get that. I totally get it because it's, in some ways, I feel like people people look through the lens every day in real life and light and cheery sometimes sunlight and cheery and rainbows and stuff create illusions where you don't know what's going on but euphoria to me, they show it a very dark energy and 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 really real life as it is under the underbelly of it and I think people have such a hard time with euphoria. Because it was so real and so true that they were just, you know, like, oh, my God, like, why are you putting kids? You're doing this and you're doing that. But this is really what's happening. If you've been in Brown, millennials, any, I mean, not millennials, but these, any time, you know that, you know that it ain't nothing. It ain't no joke out here, okay? All right, so I yeah I I I I think it's I think it's interesting. I hope they get to say what they want to. I think they're gonna get better as time goes on. I actually like the weekend. I told y'all why I like the weekend. I feel like he conjured up an energy that very few people in the world have—a sexual energy—and I think he's a good actor. I like him. I think he's part of the. I think he's a lot of the show right now. He's the when he shows up on screen, I'm interested. I'm interested in where that character is going to go and where he's going to take Jocelyn. That is a conflict, and how these people around her are going to respond to it. That is the conflict. That is the plot. It's just like in show business when I gave the example of Mike Tyson. When Robin Givens comes in his life, how did the people around who have been doing whatever they wanted to do have who've been manipulating him? from their point of view, how did they respond to her? You know what I'm saying? So this is the plot. I don't know why y'all don't get it. This is the plot. It's a classic showbiz plot. It is. You know who I thought about, too, the other day? Not only the Whitney Houstons and Bobby Browns, because people thought Bobby Brown was kind of taking over Whitney Houston, and we find out later, you know, it wasn't all that, okay? But... Janet Jackson with, uh, what's his name, what's the little, what's the dude's name? What was the dude, who's the second husband? What was the second husband's name? I forget the second husband, Janet Jackson. Let me look, look it up. I forgot her second husband.
3: Because
1: uh, a lot, there was, okay. I'm going to have to look it up because y'all, y'all know how these, y'all know how. Renee uh, Elizondo, Okay. And she touched on some of this in her documentary.
3: Renee,
1: a lot of people thought quietly, there were rumors around that Renee was kind of very much instrumental, very much kind of, he had been around Janet, I think she said he was teen, but it was a friendship, right? And then it turned into a marriage, and they turned into a relationship later on. Right, and remember because Bobby explains it, she gets she's getting she's allegedly messing with Bobby or something like that or something during the Bobby Brown where she's supposed to be marrying or engaged to him or something like that. That's kind of how I think the Bobby Brown show showed it. But there was r- rumors that he he was very instrumental in her career, being very bringing bringing a lot of creative energy, having a lot of influence over her. During those years, and some, a lot of people didn't like it, (laughs) right? And I remember when allegedly there was rumors that when they broke up, when the divorce came, that you know he was going to write a tell-all, and there were some pretty things in there that you know people were saying. Um, and I remember he was claiming that he was the more creative guy behind stuff like the Velvet Rope and stuff like that, and I remember. Uh, they said that one of Jimmy Jam or Terry Goose, I can't remember who it is, allegedly said, I don't recall him being in there writing their songs and stuff like that. But that, that is where I feel like we're seeing a teacher. like, And even people talk about Britney Spears' new husband, right, coming in and stuff like that. And then you even see in the story of um, – of, Aretha Franklin, when she was young, remember one of her husbands allegedly came in. He said one of her husbands was like a street guy, was a pimp, who had a lot of rulership. And, and remember, she had to get rid of him in the in the movie, in the Aretha Franklin movie, and stuff like that, because he had a lot of influence. Okay, so I don't find this to be shocking, a character like Tedros coming in. Now, some people can have influence for good, and some people can have influence for bad. But isn't this... This to me is classic showbiz. I, I, I mean, for some people, I yeah, you know, I that that is uh, not a shocking thing. So I don't get it. Okay, that's why I wanted to spend time and talk about the idol because I was like, yeah, I was doing all the the different things, and I was like, why are y'all hating on it? It's actually a good show. Okay, so all right, child. Okay, so what are we gonna talk about next? What else I got? I wanted to talk with y'all about? I have so much in my head to talk about. Okay. All right, so the title tonight of the show is The Pressure to Be a Boss Bitch, okay? So I'm going to take a break, but when I come back, we got to talk about this because I feel like And I joke on here a lot, you know what I'm saying? I be talking about the young Miami, I be talking about stuff like Young Miami and uh, you know, getting the 250 check and Vivi. I joke a lot, I'm, you know, I joke on stuff a lot about that stuff. But I really, I feel like there is um, this—I don't know—this energy and this pressure to. This illusion to make women look like they got it going on, like, oh, they got it going on so tough, like almost like a man, and I'm a boss bitch, and I'm a this and that, and this and that. And women are doing crazy-ass things to keep that up, (laughs) okay? And I want to specifically talk about two incidents that happened this week. That I thought, man, crazy, okay? So when we get back, we're going to get into to that, the pressure to be a boss, bitch. I'm going to talk about America, this great article I saw where America has failed millennials. I'm going to talk about Trump being in the rain. And Tyler Perry, the new owner of BT, okay? All right, we're going to talk about that and a whole lot more. Meanwhile, wait a minute, y'all. Get y'all. Okay, did I cut it up? All right. Meanwhile, we are gonna start off with a little bit of music. Here's one of my favorites, y'all know. Don't disturb this. Is it up? Is it up? I mean, I was about to say, don't disturb this group. But I don't even know if I got it up. Tell y'all too quick.
0: Yes, don't
1: disturb this group. The system is the CC show. I'll be back in a moment. Okay. <laughs>
0: never, ever,
1: ever gets old to me. Don't disturb this groove. Oh, my goodness. I love that song. The system, all right? It's the CC Show. I'm Carlotta. I am back in these hot topic streets late night, and I want to start off talking about, oh, my goodness, where is this article? I just seen, let to put this up. We'll talk about this first, okay? America has failed millennials, okay? Let me put this up. And y'all, uh, shout out to new listeners. Thank you guys for listening and hanging out with me. If you're listening, you listening in the archive show or um, or listening live. I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much. I, I lots of times you guys get hear me say this during the segment after the show, but I just wanted to give y'all a shout out. So thanks now, and thanks for being patient with me. You have you? You know, move through this uh, house. I try to move through some stability in the show. <laughs> All right, so America. This is a great article on Fortune. dot com. It says that America has failed millennials so badly they're turning to a thousand dollar per month side hustle to make ends meet. Okay, uh, and this is why it's very important because what I'm getting ready to talk about. Walking, waking up to work, even though you might not want to, has not so affectionately become known as part of the hustle. And while the pandemic has made many workers denounce such hustle culture, the truth of the matter is that many workers are hustling harder than ever to make ends meet as the cost of living continues to outpace stagnant wages. Let's see where is it is. on here. It um, uh, uh, says, as many as two in five adults in the U.S. have a side hustle according to recent bank rate survey of 2,500-plus adults backing up Lending tree data from earlier this year that found side gigs are up 13% over the past two years and recent Deloitte del- 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 data that found more millennials than Gen Zers are adding on part-time jobs. Younger workers are more likely to need an extra job. 53% of Gen Zers and half of millennials have one. Bank rate compared to only 40% of Gen Xers and 24% of baby boomers. It's a reflection of the state of the economy, which has left many Americans, even those earning six figures, feeling like they're living paycheck to paycheck. At the end of the day, side hustles have become a necessity for many who are struggling to compete with the pace of inflation and trying to save amid recession fears. It makes sense that younger workers are more likely to have one, considering that the cost of living has been their top concern and stressor for the past two years. Millennials in particular have been struggling to keep their heads above water for years after hopping around a rocky post-Great Recession job market, dealing with inordinate seating debt, and shopping around a difficult housing market, all of which have made it harder for them to become financially independent. Most, uh, they said most bank rate respondents, 33% said they need a job to afford regular living expenses, while 27% said it helps with discretionary spending. A quarter are using extra cash from side for savings. And 12% are using it to repay debt. Okay, and they're saying side hustles have become more and more common. But like so many things in this inflationary environment, people are working harder, but not necessarily getting ahead. Said Bankrate senior industry analyst Ted Rothman in a report. Side hustles are much more likely to view this extra uh, view this extra income as essential, rather than a passion project or a way to get ahead financially. Um. For millennials and Zers, the cost of living has been their top concern and stress driver. Uh, i already read that point to y'all, okay. Uh, they said, but the gigs aren't just a fad. At least as long as the minimum wage stays, they are, have bank rate fines. Almost a third of the U.S. workers with side hustles, 28% say they're likely always need an extra gig to ensure they're making ends meet. Okay, and the reason I, I wanted to read this is because it's very important to our next topic. Um, millennials are the excuse me, I know I'll be drinking and talking. For the new listeners I do, i have been eating talk, drinking talking all that. <laughs> but um for, for for millennials, millennials is the, the generation who who gets to sit on their parents uh where the, the generation I think the first one to get to sit on a parents insurance for twenty six, a lot more of it Extended uh, adulthood uh, after Generation X, uh, Millennials have a, have 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 gotten uh, somewhat of an, ex- and this is not to diss them; it's just true. They have gotten a, a extended um, child childhood just a little bit, some of them, most, a lot of them, um, and they grew up in the era where. Celebrity culture is huge. Popping, you know, bottles, being fancy, being grandiose, and all this stuff has become even bigger. The social media influence with Instagram, um, what they use, Snapchat, or what else they use. So they don't use Facebook. What else? They start. No, even though I'm starting to see more and more, it's real weird. I'm starting to see more Gen Zs and Millennials on Facebook. I know they don't like that. There must be a reason. I don't know. Y'all have to explain to me what's going on. Usually they don't, but they, you know, whatever TikTok and all that stuff. And maybe it's because they're posting from via TikTok and they got this. They're just the TikTok is feeding Facebook or whatever. But um, yeah, all these influences on them. Cost, so I mean, the cost to be in. You know what I'm saying? Like even you even have these two younger generations paying. Like I, we talked about last week with the situation with D.C. Youngfly's uh, girlfriend and Jackie O and stuff and other people paying for BBLs and, and all these expensive things. It, 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 it is an ex- It is an expensive cost today to um, be what young people consider in the in crowd. And so I want to talk about the pressure to be a boss bitch for women because I feel like there has been this undue pressure for young women to look as if they got it going on at all times. Okay, but it is um, – I really want to talk about this one story first before I really get into it because i got to pull it pulled up. Woman told she is too pretty to work at home. Too, too pretty to work at Home Depot, okay? Okay. Now, it says Charlotte, North Carolina. This is from com. And it says, uh, uh, to, uh, it says, too pretty to work at home at a home improvement store. That's seriously what people are telling Ariana Josephine, also known as the Home Depot girl. Ariana says she's been working there since she started school at the University of Houston. She says it's a decent job and the money is good while she's in school. Is too pretty a compliment or, ins- or, an, insinuate- or an insulting assumption, okay? So let me play a little bit of this so you guys can hear this report on what happened with her, okay?
4: Seriously, what people are telling Ariana Josephine, also known as the Home Depot girl. Ariana says she's been working there since she started school at the University of Houston. She says it's a decent job and the money is good while she's in school. But it's too pretty a compliment or is this an insulting assumption? This is a picture of Ariana. Um, Gary, okay, there are a couple, there are a lot of Just layers honestly, to this. Yeah. Okay, so first of all, she has said some stuff we'll get to in a second. This is my, my initial take on this, though. So. Women cannot win. If you're an influencer, you should get a real job. Influencers are stupid, and models are just using their looks, and like, get a real job. So now she ha- this woman has a real job, and people are telling her, why are you working at Home Depot? You should be an influencer. You should have an OnlyFans. You should be a model. You're too pretty. Like, just leave her alone. She mm-hmm. doesn't need the commentary. What is so wrong about working anywhere based on your looks? It's insane. You know, to me, this is absolutely insulting. You would never say this to a guy who was, let's say, a model and was moonlighting at Home Depot, hey, bro, you're too good looking to work here. No, because your looks have nothing to do with any specific job. It's insulting to me that people think that, what, does that mean you can't be attractive and work at certain places like Home Depot? I mean, when you say... Or if you are attractive, you can only only make money off of your look. Right, doing certain things. That's absolutely insane to me. So if you're attractive, you can't be a doctor. Like, I, I don't understand it.
3: All right. Even the
1: way, I'm going to say something, this is not to diss this young lady. But even the way she took the picture, <laughs>
3: Um,
1: It's influenced by influencers uh, and stuff like that. I don't know. I don't think she, I think she was getting, trying to get it to, so I take pictures and stuff like that, but I, I, I you know, I don't know. <sighs> too pretty to work at Home Depot. Yeah. <laughs> irritates me to high heaven because listen i even said i even said on this show before i said when i see some of the way you girls is out here hustling these ditties and stuff i remember being a young girl and working i used to work and listen when i when i was in my 20s and stuff child i worked two jobs okay I was managing a retail store i was assistant uh cut- i was a, 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 a head uh head one of the one of the head, uh, head customer service people at my job so i was a sock and often i would have me come up there and be keep saying that stuff to you oh you suck, what you doing you trip as a matter of fact even on my job when i was at my job i worked for Hallmark for years i sighed i had a i when i hallmark Actually, this is a true story Howard actually They they liked me They liked my looks and stuff so They put me in a commercial They had me as their main advertisement For years, for a couple of years there With their their shopping center Okay, people would come up and see me working And be like, ain't that
3: you? Is that you on the bag? Is that you out there on the thing?
1: It was crazy it, it, And I was like, wow You know what
3: I'm saying It
1: it <laughs> And you know, people didn't know I was working. I was paying my way through uh, school. And the you know, in the fall I was going to. Um, I was also working and uh, trying to be an actress. It was all kind. Of, man, it was a lot of. It was a lot. Of, <laughs> I had a lot, I had I must too much going on. Okay. All right. And when people come there and tell me I'm too pretty or something like that, it was often a hustle. Okay, because if you you know that you know you may have to do some strange things for some change. Okay, if men was telling you. <laughs> Right. But I prefer I, I you know, I would work, but I was like, man, you know, today in this society you see girls on on Instagram all the Instagram girls and it's not it's not this. I kinda appreciate her. Let me just say this. Even though she posed a real pretty post, I'm gonna shout her out for a minute. I kinda appreciate her posting even though I can see I don't know what the the motive was behind it, but I kind of appreciate the idea. She posts herself at a regular job, Wasn't regular shit. I mean, you know what I'm saying? She wasn't on the beach, uh, you know, like, oh, I love it, drinking mimosas in front of some, being some dude, being, you know, uh, what was it, uh, GC, what's it? What's y'all, what y'all riding nowadays? Uh, um, Benz or I'm old. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and all this stuff and she wasn't in front of somebody's big time car she wouldn't look she actually showed herself. She cute and she working hard. She's working her way in school. I did I'm like and if people came and said I agree with this the, the this, this uh newscaster who says women can't win. At first you you doing something strange, something change if you out on D jock <laughs> are you hanging out and being an influencer with different people and just showing off your looks and your body on Instagram? But then when you show this girl, you tell her she's too pretty to be working her way through school. We have just become so strong. And what I don't understand is these girls who are Instagram models, because I'm getting ready to tell y'all a story about these two Haitian-American girls who just got caught up trying to keep up a lifestyle. So it's really, when y'all say these things about people being too pretty to work at a job because of what we're seeing on social media, it's getting kind of scary. I mean, y'all getting kind of weird out here. Okay? So uh, let me pull this story up. And now I want to play her too. I'm not finished with that story. Let me put Twitter. Let me pull up. She said something because this young lady has had to give up that job now. Okay, so. And I was saying, I hope all these people that was telling you, you was too pretty can give you a GoFundMe for your school. But let me let me put her. Uh, I I, I was was like, girl, shoot, I was working two jobs. Listen, I was working my butt off, okay? Back
2: in the day. God is really testing my life right now. and just testing my faith. And I just wanted to
1: come on here. Okay. I'm going to play her so y'all can hear what's happened in her life. After home Depot, I'm too pretty, and what I really like is because she's down here, she got her hair pulled back and everything you know she ain't got the hair on and everything, but shes she's a beautiful girl, so check this out and I'm sure it's something will come with this. as yes, the home Depot girl, the
2: girl who went viral talk about how God is really testing my life right now and testing my faith and trying to keep my patience with him and just trust that there's a bigger thing coming out of all this. Since I blew up on the internet, I have had so much backlash, good and bad. Like, it's been a lot of good, but, you know, you also have that percentage of bad. Like, everybody on Twitter hates me for what? I don't know. Like, I literally don't know just because I stood up for myself, and that's fine. Um, and then Instagram's really cool. And then, you know, other situations that have happened throughout this whole process that have just kind of been crazy. But I literally had to kind of quit my job in this process because of how much I grew and how many people actually seen this. And people were illegally doxing my address and also figuring out where I worked because, you know, I did have my school, my bio, also my location on there, and I think also people math together like people start thinking about, so now I'm going to have to probably move and just, you know, kind of relocate and start fresh, and I just feel like I just am grateful to God because this opportunity gives me a chance to start over. I also gained a platform, and that means a lot to me because I work really hard making, you know, my faith, lifestyle, beauty, and fashion content, so this kind of helps me go towards that direction. But it's also scary because I actually haven't received, like, any type of grand deals or anything like that. A lot of people think that, like, my net worth is going to flip now because of fame. Um, that's not how that it works. It's just kind of, end up, it's unmotivating, but I have faith that God is going to make all of this work out of my favor. So, yeah, some doors have to close, but I also know God is going to make a lot of doors open in my favor. So I'm just taking it with the wind taking the punches, you know, smiling
3: through all this, praying, and
2: just
1: knowing that God has me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So she's lost her job. I mean, she had to leave her job because people were saying her and that where she worked at and all this stuff like that. Wow. One end, I appreciate her putting the picture out of her in a Home Depot thing or whatever. It was a glamorous Home Depot shot. But at the same time I get it, you know,
3: um
1: uh, I just feel like they're so like she's saying I gained the platform, I game in fish in fashion, you know, and I'm hoping God opens doors for her because in her, what she really wants to do. But there is so much of a drive towards these type of things, okay? And um let me just say this, pretty people work all in, in all different industries and for I've seen beautiful women working at McDonalds. No lie. I ain't lying to y'all. No, no, I'm not really lying. No, I've seen beautiful girls working at McDonald's, nineteen twenty, everything. That's a, so that you know, and that's a hard job, okay? When I was a teenager I was like, nah, i My grandma was telling me you too cute thing. See, my grandma did tell me something like that. She told me, Go on down there to the uh when my I remember one of my first uh my first job, I I t- I taught kids how to read over the summer that weren't that much older than me. It was so funny because my grandmother felt like, you know, she thought I was too spoiled. Like I was like twelve or thirteen and she was tired of the crap. She was like, Uh uh-uh, uh she's getting out of control. Um she gotta get a job. And I remember my 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 uh one of my cousins I forget who it was, somebody said to her and this is my grandma saying, Ruby, she can't get no job. She's 13. My grandma said, watch. <laughs> and it was 15-year-olds and 16-year-olds. They had the FCC, like the FCC or something like, you know, used to uh, give job training to kids 15 and up. And so I, my grandmother, one of my teachers, was over the program in the summertime. And my grandmother called her up on the phone and said, I need Kiki to give the job. She said, "Will be Kiki something. She said, Kiki, know how to, uh, she know how to do resume, fill out all that, so she can learn all that stuff. I've been, I've been teaching her on the so She know how to do all that. Put her, uh, 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 put her in that program. She'd be just fine with the kids. So I got in that program when I was two years before I was supposed to be in the program, right? I'm the youngest kid in the earth filling out resume. <laughs> so I get the job, right? And... In the summertime, and I'm working teaching kids and stuff like that, and it's like, I'm like, really? You know what I'm saying? It, I mean, it was an experience. And then, like, the next year, like, I remember I was wanting to work at World of Fun. It was just a music park in Kansas City called World of Fun. And my grandmother, I always wanted to, you know, she always tried to break me out of going where my friends go. So I was like, all oh, my friends, be working like, you know fun. She said, well, you should try to work at Oceans of Fun. And I was like, do oh, I want to work at Oceans of Fun. That's why those little white kids are. She's like, go right on over there to Oceans of Fun. <laughs> and that's where I worked. And all my friends was like, how did you get over to Oceans of Fun? You that bro fun?" And even with McDonald's and stuff, my grandmother always pointed me in direct. She's like, you don't really want to work. You want to work at the clothing stores, stuff like that. And so I had those. I went, used to go out for a straight job, but I would work hard it was not easy and I was cute I wasn't you know I ain't saying I was beautiful I'm just saying I thought I was cute but I still got to work I still had to make some money so I had to pay I remember my senior year I was working while I was in high school I worked all through high school I don't think I remember not you little kids today don't don't like the generation Xers used to have to work in high school <laughs> y'all be working i leave the year this summer we had to work like we was we was going to school and working. <laughs> when I wasn't in school, when I had school programs, I was at work. <laughs> I, I was working on the weekend at the toy store. I was working at limited. I was working at uh, 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 ups and downs. I had all kind of clothing. Man, I was, I was working. Okay, my grandma's like, "How you gonna? I, I pay for this for this." And you gotta pay for that. I'd be like, her oh my girl I mean, she be like, so with sus. What you gonna pay for? Like I had to get ready for my senior year. Shoot. I don't know what y'all talking about, people are too cute to work. I have no clue what is going on in these streets. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is the entertainment world is starting to Fool y'all, about what it is. That's why I like the idol, because I think it gives you a picture that the entertainment industry isn't just glamorous. But people got to work hard, too. Well, not always. You know what I'm saying? They do some other stuff, too. But a lot of people got to work hard, okay? And they still answer to people, okay? So um, I think people just have this idea of glamour, glitz, yachting. The celebrity world has become so big now. So the celebrity world has merged into real life
3: culture,
1: and these and these rap songs and stuff. And a lot of women are feeling this pressure to be boss bitches. Okay, I'm like, I'm gonna be a boss bitch. You know what I'm saying? Not go and maybe get you a job at at Home Depot like you need to while you're working on your dream, especially if you're single or something. You know what I'm saying? A lot of y'all is trying to, to look front, okay? Which brings me to my next story. More than three, talking about these two Haitian American girls, allegedly, they say they sort their background, more than 200 pounds of suspected cocaine found in vehicle, law enforcement says. This is according to www.ktv.com. The Mobile County Sheriff's Office with the census of the U.S. Border Patrol arrested two women suspected of cocaine trafficking. Melissa Dofor of Florida and Raquel Enta, Tent, Entaola of California were arrested Thursday morning on Eastbound Interstate 10 in Mobley County. The Sheriff's Office said the two women were giving conflicting stories on their travel plans, what their travel plans were, which resulted in narcotic dogs being deployed and given a positive alert. Okay. Deputies said they searched the vehicle and discovered several hidden traps in the floorboard and sidewalls that contained more than 217 pounds of suspected cocaine, according to authorities. Joe Ford and Ola was taken to Mobile County Metro Jail and charged with trafficking cocaine. The estimated street value of the cocaine is about 2.1 million dollars. Okay, now these girls were Instagram influencers. One of them caught herself. She one of them was a singer, who had done music with a lot of popular rappers. Okay, she wasn't getting that much money though. One of them caught herself having a, 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 a what's in lines like a she by athletic leisure Athletic line. Um Let me see. Let me just see if I can. If I can find. interesting um I'm going to pull it up here. Now and there was another influencer arrested in New York, they say, uh, for a string of bank robberies. Okay, so a lot of these girls, and this was, this was a New York Post that says an influencer known for flaunting her voluptuous assets on social media has been opper- apprehended by police after allegedly committing multiple robberies with her boo, her boo outside of banks in Brazil. Karina Leno Gomez, who boasts about over 63 followers on TikTok, and her boyfriend, Edmondson Souza de Silva, were taken into custody by police on June 7th in Rio de Janeiro. She um, reported the pair like, uh, uh, the pair like a would be Bonnie and Clyde on TikTok were charged with robbing people en route to make either deposits or payments at the ATM and various banks. According to investigators, Gomez's role was to get the victims to let their guard down before another member of the crew robbed them at gunpoint. Terrible. Okay, now she on Instagram looking like she's living the life. Okay, she got Louis Vuitton, uh, uh, uh what's that? Uh, 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 bathing suits on, and she's out here robbing people at the ATM. These other girls were looking like they had the life, and they up here selling cocaine, going up and down the, aisle, up and down the highway, trying to mimic being a boss bitch. Okay. Young yeah. ladies, do not fall for the shenanigans. Serious, Man. It's life is hard. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie to you. you know, listen, that's what I told girls when I had to talk about Lori Harvey, and I said I, I, we need to have a come to Jesus meeting because most of y'all ain't gonna meet. Ain't got got Lori Harvey. Y'all ain't got Steve Harvey for your stepdaddy, and most of y'all ain't gonna date Diddy, and most of y'all ain't gonna date Future. Most of y'all ain't gonna date uh uh Michael B Jordan. I said get a skill set. <laughs> Seriously, you don't got to just be an influencer. there's other jobs To do, maybe you want to be an Engineer Maybe you want to be a, a doctor A lawyer A politician Hell I don't know But it's I think a lot of people are drawn to this idea of celebrity because celebrities have been pushed to the forefront. The Neptunian energy has given you all the illusion that you can do what they do. And I'm here to tell you, a lot of their stuff be fake. Some of them be real, some of them be fake. But there's this idea that being an illusion of being something unreal. And it's okay to want to establish yourself as a boss person, a boss to be a boss one day to maybe own your own company or own your business. But have you ever met somebody who owned their own business? No. Let me talk about it. That's why a lot of y'all were getting arrested for these PPL. I ain't even told half the stories about women pretending to be boss bitches and getting arrested for these PPL loans. Mm-mm. I mean, with it It's hard. have you ever met an entrepreneur? It's hard. It's not easy to run your own business. It's not going out and getting all the time in the 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 what's it the g the, the what's it the wagon the Mercedes Benz wagon and driving off and looking cute on Instagram and stuff. What they need to show you is when they open up that business and they trying to hire people and they got, you know, they can only hire so many, they can only hire so many people at part time, they have to work hours in the business if they ain't got a lot of money. That's what the girl on Instagram, she, the, the Instagram model that was uh, going up and down the highway with some cocaine who now probably going to have to snitch or spend a lot of time in jail going up and down the highway trying to sell cocaine because she was trying to make it look like she was she had it going on. She was on the show. Where's where that I gotta put it up here. This is this young lady does a great um thing on these on this uh great documentary on these girls here. I'm gonna let y'all hear but y'all can go to uh this is for fair use for a minute. But I'm gonna let y'all hear uh from Pink Book Lessons on YouTube. She I'm gonna let y'all hear a little bit of her report, okay? But you can go to her her on um you can go to her on YouTube and check her out. She does a a great uh job of talking about uh these young ladies and what happened with them, okay? Uh so I'm gonna let y'all hear a little bit of her
0: designer and fitness influencer so it's athletic gear and stuff but she's also a rapper when she want to be so forgive me if i hurt you i just needed him to hurt you she's had her vocals featured on songs with people like Tank, chris brown and pi and the other a fashion designer and fitness influencer so it's athletic gear and stuff it's, yes, like that? it's athleisure. Um, I hand sketch all my pieces from my collection,
2: Ooh. and
0: um, I focus on a lot of details like intricate stitching, daring
2: design,
0: um, vibrant colors, versatility to be worn for active and leisure activities, you know, everything that women want when they're wearing their athletic wear. We want swimming illusions. We want you know, to enhance our curve. And we mm-hmm. don't want it
2: riding up when we're like walking exactly. and
0: working out. <laughs> wing, you know?
3: the
2: fake working out for
0: Instagram. Yeah, out for Instagram. <laughs> this is definitely the fake working out athletic wear for the ladies, the influencers on Instagram. Come to find out though, these two women are doing more than just putting on makeup and taking pictures for the gram. They have another title. That's Trafficker. They got busted moving three million dollars of work. Over 200 pounds of coca from Houston, Texas. Their destination was Atlanta, but they got stopped on I-10 in Mobile, Alabama. They couldn't even make it to 65 North before getting pulled over. And all I know is this right here is about to be some mess, because whoever they're working for is about to go down.
1: Y'all got to check out her whole thing, Pink Book Lessons. She has a really good uh, little uh, talk about them. On her uh thing, I put the post up on the Colorado Traveler Facebook page with the link that goes to her directly to her YouTube channel so y'all can hear the whole thing. But listen, okay, they had athletic leisure where they, one of them was singing around for TI and doing background singing, for tank and all these people. And, you know, that's what, see, y'all be thinking that when people be singing and performing for celebrities and stuff, they be getting paid. Like, it would be a lot of money in that shit. It, 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 sometimes it don't. It'd, take, it'd be a struggle. See, it was so much easier for Generation X to do this kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying?
2: I I feel sorry for you
1: millennials and stuff. It's very hard for y'all to fake the funk now. I mean, back in the day, you know, uh, people would be, it wasn't nothing for somebody to have a band and maybe going to play, you know, um, a spot at night. But then they working during the day at a, a donut shop. But nowadays, y'all consider that, oh, look at her, she I, I, she, look, she, at the donut shop. I thought she was in your background. Back. If you got to get a job, you need to get a job, okay? Ain't nothing to be ashamed of. You got to go work. I remember one time, tell you, I have always tell my stories on here. I remember one time I was coming back from school. I was, full, listen, went to a private school that I, shouldn't, I couldn't afford, okay? I'm going to tell you a straight up truth. It was crazy. I don't know what the heck I was thinking, okay? I was going through a time, I, that's how I relate to that little girl at home before. I was going through a time where I was deeply spiritual. I wanted to go to the spiritual, particular spiritual school. And it was one of the, let me tell you, it was a struggle. My senior year, just no luck. My senior, I got to my senior year. My granny's like, oh, Lord. Senior year. And it wasn't the only time I had to come home. You know what I'm saying? I, it was so much pressure going on at that time. And I was like, I had this beautiful place. I, I, li- I, li- I had a beautiful, you know, but I was working too. I had a loft. I had a, I, <laughs> you know, I was <laughs> I was working at my, I was working at not only my school, but I was also working at my job as uh, like a, like at the time I think I was a key holder, like that means a person like one of the managers have a lock up and stuff and do the pots and stuff for bath and body work. What's in my little eh, working my tail off, right? And I remember my my grandmother came up to see me. My grandma she was like, Oh I know my baby something's going on you know, she getting sick with it and I remember my granny said to me, You gotta come home, you got to come home. I don't know what you try to out here to try to prove. <laughs> but you know what? You got you to got do what you got to do, right? And so I was like, oh, no, I'm like, this is my senior year. I'm not going to graduate because I couldn't afford it. I just really couldn't afford it. I had really come to the end of the road.
3: <laughs>
1: and I remember just being like, Oh, my God, this is so imbe- – how am I going to go home? Huh? Because and Hallmark didn't – let me just say, that's why I love Crown Center Hallmark to this day, okay, because they treated me so good the, the most of the years I was there. I, listen, I, that was my college, and personally, I learned so much from, uh, especially the early group that was there. And they kept my job from there. They always would keep my job. I mean, I was still working there. <laughs> Even though I was living someplace else, I still had my job, there, right? And I, I also, same thing with Bass Mike. I had my job in Kansas. I transferred from Kansas City to that job there when I was in, living in Tulsa. And I lived in Tulsa a few years. I, it was, it was getting bad, you know. Like my financial aid had failed through, okay. And my grandparents, you know, they had already taken out own stuff to help. Okay, (laughs) it was a mess. I'm just telling y'all. I'm gonna tell y'all because I'm sharing with y'all, young girls. Okay, and I was like, oh my god, (laughs) you know, like, how am I going to do this? You know what I'm saying? And I was like, so embarrassed. I was my financial aid has fell through, and I remember I was working so hard. Working for my mom, all kind of stuff, and I have hardly ever shared this with anybody. But I was on the verge of getting evicted. True
3: story. What's the worst?
1: <laughs> and I could, I did not want to ask my grandparents for that. You know what I'm saying? Because they had already done enough so I was like, okay. My grandma said, don't you be ashamed. You got to do what you got to do. I remember packing up my stuff and coming back home. And I remember going, damn, now I got to go down there. I got to go to, you know, count and, you know, and tell them to put me on the schedule. Get back, start working again. I'm there about a month. One of the ladies from across the way comes over to me and she says, can I tell you something? And I was like, Quick. she said, I am super proud of you for doing what you think is what's best for you. You didn't you didn't have no, you didn't you you seemed like you were ashamed, but she didn't know. Oh no. I was sad. I was sad about it because this is my senior year. I'm leaving in my senior year. And I had to go work. It was no so doubt. I had to pay out the I had you get to pay. It was hey. It was what it was, you know what I'm saying? And and, and and I remember having a girlfriend at the time. I had a girlfriend who used to have stack. She, she used to have checks <laughs> in her house. Like, you know, she had checks that like when I got back. So, God used will use people to help you and love on you even when they ain't even the right to keep you from doing wrong, right? I had this particular girlfriend. She said she she was born with a you know, she was born with the ball of shot collars, okay, whatever. And she would I'd would go to visit her and she would have checks, like she hadn't even cashed in her house, okay? During that time, sis loved on me. I mean, you ain't I got you. I'd be like, What? I mean, you know like well, I didn't have to ask nobody you know what I'm saying? She blessed me. She allowed she helped me so much. She was She's out of you know, she's doing swap. She was dating some girlfriends. But listen, that sis looked after me so I didn't have to do no crazy stuff. You know what I'm saying? She was she was like, I got whatever sus, I got you. We we we've been good friends for years. You you know, you you encourage me. I don't I don't wanna ever see you doing this you know what I'm saying? Bless me to help me pay off stuff, okay? That's what I'm just trying to tell you. So sometimes God will open up doors for you. It don't even matter. You ain't got to do no strange things. To change. So back in those days, you know, you said people on the street, people who was in the street life would help uh, uh, people to stop you from being in the street life. You know, the people around you, they'd be like, oh, no, you ain't getting up in this. You know, you ain't, gonna, you ain't got to date none of these bums. You know what I'm saying? Or uh, whatever people would. I wasn't going to do that no way. But she, she was just, like, making sure, like, I, whatever you need, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. So I appreciated the love, okay, and the help. all right? Sometimes you got to humble yourself. Y'all don't need to be down, driving down I-95 with cocaine and crack, stuff that's going to affect your life because you trying to look good and look like you got it going on and look like you a balls bitch for 20 years. They about to go up. They're going to be like the trap queens, in the 80s and the 90s, you can't get your weave and stuff done in jail. They going to jail with pretty weaves and braids. Or well, maybe you can. Can you? I think you can. You can get your hair done. I think what you got to put it down, you got to have some money on the com- commissary. And then not only that, whoever these dealers y'all are involved with, y'all probably going to have to snitch because y'all had a lot of cocaine. $3 million of a- cocaine ain't nothing to sneeze at. Okay. Sometimes I told y'all that story is because sometimes you got to take the hard road, and sometimes doing the right thing ain't easy. I, sometimes you gonna look like you gonna look like you, you you. I used to see girls all the time out in the street. Listen, right. I'm gonna just say this. You think I was back in my day? I would not tempted to do crazy stuff to look like I was doing something. Yes, but I understood the long-term implications for that. And did I did I suffer sometimes for doing the right thing? Yes, sometimes I still am paying for that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Did I suffer? Yep. Sometimes, this, sometimes doing the right thing ain't always easy. Getting a job when you need to get a job ain't always easy. Sometimes there seems like there's no immediate payoff from doing the right thing. Sometimes you seem like you suffer. And it seems like everybody around you who's doing all these great stuff, you're like, dang, they doing all that? All over, I can't get it, you know, and stuff like that. But I'm telling you, Pete, listen, I know people who was in that stuff back in the day, and they have fallen so mightily. Listen, I'd be like, dang, I just, man, they were trying. I'm glad I didn't do that. I'm glad that was. So I'm saying, these young ladies who are in jail, they innocent until proven guilty. But they caught them they, got them, they caught them driving with cocaine and anything. I don't know if they didn't know it was there. I don't know. I'm just saying I'll, I'll be interested to hear what the story is. But if they did do this, these young ladies are going, they, they're going, as they sit in that jail, they're going to wish they probably got gotten a regular job because they, they, go, they, it's going to take, this is going to alter their life in a very powerful way, only to look like they had it going on, only to look like it, to look like it. Out here trying to wear name brands and stuff like that, I just didn't hear. I, and I ain't mad there. I understand, you know, you like to look good. I like to look good. And sometimes we, we, we as women, we be buying something we can't afford. I know what I'm saying, I know what I'm saying. But don't be dumb risk your life, your livelihood. And also, it's the same thing. I joke about being sugar mamas or being sugar babies and all that stuff, but I'm going to tell you something. Listen here, I done known real life sugar uh, sugar babies and sometimes things. people, people got to do some strange things for some change. <laughs> And that ain't fun either, okay? You be uh, exposed to disease and all kind of stuff out in these streets, okay? So I'm gonna keep it real with y'all tonight, okay? Quit trying to look like you more than what you are, okay? I mean, if you, if I mean if it's gonna, if the illusion is going to send you to the penitentiary, you tie yourself trying to be a bald bee and end up being a dumb bitch, okay? And that's what these two getting ready to go they It's getting ready, they getting ready to be, people gonna be in looking at them in jail like, y'all done. <laughs> y'all did this for what? And one of them even had a, but it's because they wanted to look like they were doing well. They wanted to look instead of going through the process. I understand. Because the process can sometimes go a long time. And you can have many setbacks. Trust me, I know. I just graduated, got my college degree this year. What was last year? At
0: 50. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> okay? It's true.
1: Right? <laughs> it's a lot of sh- and what did I have to do? It was not easy. It was not easy going back to school with little kids. You know, I love them. I love every last one of them. Every last one of them, I met. They inspired me in so many ways. But do you think I didn't feel like the old lady sometime in the theater department? Yes, I did. But that wasn't going to stop me, okay? Because I am an old a, a, okay? I was born from, like, like Beyonce say, her mama was a savage. I got this uh, issue. See, now, my mama and my daddy was for real. <laughs> I come from OG for real. <laughs> and my grandparents. Right? So I wasn't. So, yeah, I got to do what I got to do. So that's what I'm just trying to say. And I got blessed. People, people. hey, I got a lot of blessings around me. People who love me and care for me. Right? So it's not easy. And all this illusion y'all trying to create out here for people who don't give a shit about you. Who give pops up people they These girls are gonna be forgot about. I'm sitting up here talking about them tonight, they new, but they dumb. And I I will say this, telling that young lady that from Home Depot that she's too pretty, that's what created these chicks. Tell them they too pretty, so they thinking they too pretty. Well they trying to do something slick real quick. So they won't, so you won't see that it's tough. Okay. That's what I'm going it's tough. As a matter of fact, even some of these, like the, the some of these cases that you're seeing now with the, in, in hip hop and stuff like that, with some of these drug people being less drug intense, allegedly some people said they weren't making the money off of, they weren't making money off of the entertainment industry because it, that takes a while. People said he was doing styles and selling drugs. I remember hearing Diddy talking about how he was trying to stop Biggie from selling drugs because it was going to take a while for your money to come because, you know, the music is industry, the industry's hustle, sometimes they But it was going to take him a while. But he wanted to look, you know, it, he didn't want to show he was struggling with a number one album on the, uh, on the radio. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes it is what it is. And everybody's trying to look all grand and look like you the boss bitch, and I'm the boss bitch. I'll be you this. I'm, I'm flossing. I'm this and that. I'm, 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 I'm. And sometimes, you know, you. Sometimes you have to stop being at the Gucci shop and buy some fashion over. <laughs> that's my favorite. I love fashion
3: over. That
1: what, that's what be inexpensive. You can look like a million dollars for for thirty dollars. Okay. So you gotta be quick faking. I feel what I feel. The pressure to be a boss bitch is exhausting if you really if you really ain't ready to work really hard. I know these celebrities and stuff make it look like it's easy and they be like, Yeah, I'm a boss with these rappers and stuff. They be rapping talking about they flossing and stuff and you don't understand a lot of them bitches be living out their recruitment money. Some money somebody invested in her. Look at Major Stallion. Major Stallion, let's talk about it. How many people Major Stallion have had fighting for her since she came into this music business? Nah. And are the hits, are they coming through as much as they were?
3: Not really.
1: So I mean, they starting to come. She start. She gonna be at the Essence Fest and you know all this stuff. But she had two a record companies fighting over the money. She couldn't release. It. I mean, you don't. She look like she glamorous. Well, you don't know. You y'all looking at her time. I don't wanna be. Amazing. You don't know. She she needs to show you the heart. They need to show you something. But the the entertainment industry doesn't do that because they want to make it attractive and alluring. That's why I like the Idol. Uh, they don't show you the hard stuff that goes in with it. You think you just about to go in there and booty pop and get some money and rap? And listen, you can go around sometimes and do live shows. I, I, I know people who say, "Hey, in today's in today's music business climate, shoot, I almost don't even want a record." I, I heard people saying, "You don't even want almost need a record contract because you get you can get money from being a small band and going around booking your own. <laughs> get better money than you can in the music industry." I mean, I've heard people say stuff like that. okay? So I'm just saying that you have to you have to put in real work. Shortcuts are always, unless they God our name, it's gonna always be a mess. Okay, you're gonna end up somewhere you don't want to end up. And there are people in the music industry who are very famous who have taken shortcuts, and they owe everybody. Uh, and they owned by everybody, okay? And they look like they the most glamorous thing popping. I ain't saying on it. I'm just telling ya, they look like they the most glamorous, and y'all looking at them going, oh, I wanna be like them." They talking about we are owned by I'm hanging out with my girl, and in a sense, they got more money. They got a lot of money, but but sometimes the people with the most that you hear the most on the radio. Sometimes the people who they be showing, here they have. They just bought a million dollar house. Look at it. They just bought this and that. They just that. sometimes they the most owned with the less freedom. See, the surprise is y'all think, here's the thing. Here's the thing y'all think. And there's nothing wrong with that. It depends. Everybody got a box. But what I'm saying is here's the thing. What y'all think. Y'all think people get up there, yeah, I want to own my own tracks. I want to own my own this and that. You don't understand. These people are corporations, walking corporations. Because a lot of this is coming out of show business. That's why I'm trying trying to talk about it. Because a lot of this crap that people these people are trying to be like are coming is coming out of a business that is very has a lot of illusions. And people don't show you the real because fame traps people in such a way that they can't tell you when they're having money problems or they're having this and that. Look, look at uh, Fantasia did a wonderful thing to tell you. Like she's like, Fantasia's like, we struggle, Tati's struggling, Tati here struggling. You remember what she was talking about? Facts. And people don't like to talk about their money problems either. You know what I'm saying? Regular people don't like to. But really in the same game because you expect them to be glamorous and rich and all these things. And that's the same thing these little girls are born through. And they could, oh, because, you know, I'm supposed to be, girl, I done did a song with T.I. I done did a song with Tank. I'm supposed to be down here in my being. Nah, heifer, you might need to ride that, that beat up Nissan for a minute till a real record deal come popping or real music. You, you get what I'm saying? But y'all think everything is instant. I remember telling quite to one of my one of my friends because my friends I t- tell you sometimes that my friends love for me to talk. They think At least I'm a little kid. My friends think because I don't have no kids, I'm a little kid. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> and
1: so one of my friends wanted me to talk to her son, and her son was one to be a rapper and everything. And she's like, you know. Carlotta had some insight, you know, about music and business. And I saw I talked to him. He had just done his thing for, uh, he had just done something pretty deep. It was pretty neat, like culinary, something culinary and stuff like that. But he was just, he had, he was disillusioned about what the music industry is, okay? And a lot of these kids just think they're going to the studio. You know, I just was going to the studio laying down (laughs) trash. No, 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 no. Because it's a lot of kids out here court cool, doing it. Listen and I listened to him and he was an okay rapper. He kind of created still he had it going on, but I said, Well, you can still practice, you know, I get it. You know, still practice whatever you're trying to do. I said, well, why don't you and I gave him a great idea of how to mix his culinary but well, he adjust the skills he had learned into the with his with the music thing. Right now it's a show on doing just exactly what I told him. I told him six or seven years ago. Yeah, listen to me. <laughs> but I said, I said because you need to. This, I said it's not easy. Yeah, you know I mean people out there want to be rappers. I'm not telling you to give up your dream of being a rapper. I'm just saying do it. Find a way to get find other ways to do it, and don't worry about looking wealthy or looking this. while you trying to do it? Because that's what they were more the concerned with the look. You know what I'm saying? And, yes, you do have to sometimes sell a out. Don't get me wrong, because remember, show business is illusionary and stuff like that. You do sometimes have to look a little bit of a part. But there's a lot of ways you can look apart without robbing a bank, without robbing somebody, and I'm over here without selling $3 million worth of drugs down the highway. But that is not. It's not a business you get in sometimes and immediately see a return. And most artists will tell you that. you got artists now getting out of contracts. They've been in bad contracts for 20 years. I'm tired, I'm tired, trying to look like the celebrities. And the celebrities are lying and faking. Yeah. Y'all trying to look like these female rappers? I'm like, I want to be a like this I want to be rapper. Not knowing they be struggling, or if they ain't struggling, uh, they they money is wrapped up in like like. Look at Michael Jackson. I try to tell people all the time. Michael Jackson was a walking corporation. Okay. No, facts. He lived very well. He lived fabulously, but Michael Jackson was answering to a lot of people who invested a lot of money for him to become the king of pop. And Michael Jackson, I know, probably paid them people a thousand times over. He's selling 150 million albums. Ain't nobody been able to do since. Okay, you know how much investment that took for them to do that for him to go, them to go, to put him on them tours, him and his brothers come downstairs, they having that, that those, 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 uh, they having elaborate stage shows in the 80s. Are right, they history? What's that tour where Michael Jackson was flying off in a rocket after the show? Y'all see that tour where he was flying off, he had that rocket on his back. <laughs> you know how much that's these people investing in these people for group. Look at Beyonce out there. I've been trying to tell you how y'all talk about child, y'all, y'all girl all of time, We're in the time. She look like she don't even better be out there. She look like her feet hurt. I'm going to see the show, but she God bless. But it looked like her feet hurt every night when I see it. That's why blue Ivy out there trying to pick up the slack. Blue Ivy out there trying to help her mama out. A little while they said y'all was like, Huh, it's all right. But you know how much all that elaborate, elaborate stuff she got going on on that stage? It looks like all that technology and stuff, How that overhead, how for that tool. You know what I mean, people she got an answer to for that bubble? Okay. She looks like she a balls, bitch, but is she real? Hey, I said, I said, no, because everybody got to answer to somebody. Nobody told you the tough stuff. Okay, it's tough shit to be all of that. Y'all like living in lollipop land and rainbows. I want to be like Lori Harvey. Do you know? I want to be young Miami on the boat we did. We, me and my friends, we joke all the time. We always have a joke. I'd be like, I'd tell one of my girlfriends, single girlfriends I got right now. I'd be like, girl. Yeah, I said, girl, you know, you need to go and get that two fifty check from Diddy. And she was talking about And we'd be both laughing and stuff. I said, shoot. I said, I'll be Mary-style piece with people for that $250,000. Because we would be joking and laughing. But no, we just joking and laughing. You really know how much, uh, how what it probably cost that girl to be that, be that, run around with that dude? If it's true, if some of the stuff they're saying is true, I'm not saying it. she might really like it. I think they really like each other. But you know how much it, I mean, what's Probably what she got to go through. No, no, no. I done met real-life chicks that's really living that life. Like, I done, being friends with them and everything, child, okay? Who's real on um, you? Who be going with these entertainers and be going with dealers, all this stuff? She You should hear some of the stories. Y'all be like, what? It look glamorous. When they start tell you that something, girl, I saw that I had caught that man I caught that nigga while I was doing crap. I remember one girl I had one girlfriend. I even me, I when I was back in the day I was dating certain people. I can tell y'all story. But I had one girlfriend who was dating his boss, right? He was a complete mess. Okay, he was a mess. he's a mess, mess. mess. And everybody used to be like, dang, my friends would be like, oh, man. They'd be, uh, they be just like, you know, je- like jealous of her and stuff because, you know, she she looked like she had it going on with her. So one night, so one day I'm reading the paper, and I'm like, it says he got a wife. I, got a wife. I said, girl. And she's like, girl, I know, girl. He, yeah, he. She's, I said, "Well, y'all running around again. He got no wife. She's like, girl, she said, I'm getting tired, though. And I said, what? What's the deal? And she's like, girl, that Negro got so drunk the other night, okay? I had to drive the bins, him home in the bins, come back. I locked up for him because I didn't want to be there. The next morning he's going, And I had to come back to bring in the Benz. I mean, it was crazy shit. Like, she, he was a crazy-ass partier. He looked good on the surface, but he was crazy. Yeah, all kind of shit going on there, involved and all kind of crazy shit. I'm just telling y'all what y'all be receiving his boss bitch stuff. Sometimes it be tough out these streets. I'm having a long talk about this tonight because it's important. Because I want y'all give it to y'all young girls and y'all young daughters to understand that stuff takes. Sometimes it takes time, and it's hard work. Sometimes it ain't, sometimes you can not and what let me not say hard work because I don't want to perceive because I love what Abraham Hicks says about hard work. It's it's work that comes to you that can be easy, but it's it's going to take time and investment. And some of the things that y'all perceive has glamour. And, like, owning your business, owning this and that, going with a rapper, going with this and that, you, sometimes you don't know the price. I'm not saying all rappers and stuff is bad and all football players, that stuff is bad. I'm just telling you the life that I've seen, like, on the, like, like, being in that. Okay? No. Fact. i share with y'all some stories, okay? Where it wasn't good, <laughs> I was liking somebody. I thought I was a baller. Listen, 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 listen. <laughs> it's a funny story. There, I tell it. Ooh, I was liking this particular person. They got it going on, okay? I think it's like each other, okay. but they perceived me in one way, and I had a this girl I knew, okay? She was she was about that life, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't, you know what I'm saying? But she was about that life, party, you know stuff like that. So I'm trying to call my little innocent.
0: I'm not that I all that
1: innocent, but you know what I'm saying? Innocent compared to what they was doing, what people died out in these streets and okay. So I call my little self trying to you know, be the good girl in the group. You know, and stuff like this that you know. And so there's this big party happening and stuff like that. And my a particular one of my relatives, the girl got caught up with this particular person that I liked. I thought they liked me too, right? And I was like, I remember being like, "Whoa!" Like, like so she gets caught up with this guy. She's a, she's she's in the groupie world, okay? She get caught up with this guy, but I I'm cool with her. You know what I'm saying? And this particular relative of mine, very close relative, called me up and said, I'm going to tell you this because I want you to just don't go out. Just let it go. I said, what? She's like, I'm getting ready to go pick up your girl. I was like, what? They was like, yeah, like, it. so she called herself hanging out trying to, uh, sleep slept with him, right? Slept with the man, okay? He can have, you know, he can have his tickets delivered. Slept with her, And so I was like, wow. So I was like, I gotta go pick her up. I just want you to know. <laughs> 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 All right, so you can know what the the joy was. When I finally talked to this friend, this friend told me, she said, she, she cried, she told me, I'm sorry. But then she said to me, she said, but the one thing he yeah, I'm asking you not to share it with anybody what happened. I'm like, okay, you know, I well like, but something like that type anyway. I'm like, okay, I wouldn't really you know, it wouldn't wasn't that deep with me. But she said he said to her, same time like, she getting she didn't dip because the 'cause the first particular relative that went to pick her up was like, You gotta tell her. Not knowing that they, that that they had already told. Her. She said he said please don't tell her i said damn you must feel do I, I got on her ass so i said you must that must have felt horrible and she, she just started crying because because it what she looked like she was a bald fish i'm serious she looks like she's a bald fish she's out here she knew everybody i'm just telling y'all i'm crying because the man said don't tell listen here and yo most you you thought she was bagging something for me, and he's up here telling you don't think. I'm trying to tell y'all, girls, some of that shit be looking like it's fun and shit like that. They, uh, they be he- It be hell going on, you know, situations, these ball fit situations.
3: And that, this
1: is where all these girls on Instagram and all this stuff, this culture is all merging together, just going with these celebrities, these, not only celebrities, but ballers, shot callers, uh Trying to look like you own something that's large and in charge and ain't that, you ain't that large and in charge. Trying to look like these rappers, trying to look like these singers and stuff like that. And I'm just trying to tell you that life don't be sometimes what you think it is, okay? So stop putting so much pressure on yourself to imitate some of this shit. Because some of this shit, they imitate. <clears throat> okay? Whew. Give my lesson and my it's to words for the night. And I've told y'all my own tales. I can't even... I've heard tales today that's even worse. Y'all it ain't even got worse down these streets. Like, I read... Remember I read, y'all, the girl from last week before... What I read from y'all? I read the girl a few weeks ago who... uh, Who was... uh, The girl who went to to go see Blueface and was up in his house for four days with no food... (laughs) Hey, buddy. She got it like she was a boss, a boss bitch No, cause groupies be looking like they boss bitches They was looking like they boss bitches back in my day Okay, cause this is the it, Boss bitches, all these people fall under boss bitches I'm, I'm really trying to tell y'all It's For real, serious Okay The Kardashians even made some of this shit glamorous Okay the, Getting uh, pocket coochie Getting paid for nothing But y'all don't realize the Kardashians, them hoes work real hard. Okay, I always tell people, prostitutes. If you know prostitutes, prostitutes work hard. It is hard to do prostitutes. Prostitutes work hard. Prostitutes work hard. Okay. So what you be perceiving is glamorous. Like I always laugh. I look at the show, the little show, uh, Bella. I forget the. And I was teasing about the other week about the. a high class and She was going everywhere and doing everything, but it was, it's a hard job to be with some of them crazy. Because so some of the people be crazy, and you gotta have security if you a hooker. Like if you, you know, like we glamorize stripping and stuff. But I, I, I know people who are strippers, real life strippers, in mean, my family and stuff like that. And stripping ain't in, in an easy. That's not an easy profession. Okay, so I be I be trying to spin around a pole and play, but uh if you gonna go out here and do it for a living, they will. These girls, them girls, will be hustling. They will tell you the real deep. Okay. So I'm just saying, all this illusionary stuff. Quit your quit lying to yourself. Okay. I'm gonna be the next Lori Harvey. I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be out here with Michael B. Jordan. You don't know what the hell is going on with Michael B. Jordan. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be back to. I'm about to be the next such and such. such. I'm be. You don't know nothing that's going on, okay? And that don't mean I don't want to. I don't want to dis. I don't want to discourage y'all from living your dreams, and doing, doing great things. But. See, that doesn't mean sometimes doing great things, it may take a while. And it don't happen overnight. And some great things will happen quietly to you. Okay? And everything ain't in the entertainment business either. I'm going with a bottle of shot call and all that. Okay? All
0: right.
1: Now that I got that out of the way, whew, when we come back, Go ahead, Mercy. What else I gotta talk to y'all about? Lord. I hope y'all got where it all fell in together. But we're gonna talk about Vibhica Fox talking about she opened to dating fifty cent again. Girl. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what's going on Give it a couple we can really talk about it, okay? And um what else? We gotta talk about Anita Baker out here. Oh Lord. And baby face. And then we're going to talk about Tyler Perry. Look like he done finalized the deal for BET. 2 And we got to talk about uh, uh, Nick Cannon and Jessica White. He done had this one for eight years. Lord have mercy. Dusty Nick. That's what I call him. I call him Dusty Nick now. Okay. We're going to talk about Dusty Nick and all the rest of the stuff going on in the celebrity world. When I get back on the show, meanwhile, we got to have, a, what we got to do? We got to go to a break. Uh, let's do, what do you want to play? I don't know. Um, you know what? I got something. We'll play, um I don't know. I thought I had something. Let's <laughs> <laughs> play <my>, uh uh <laughs> that's love tonight, y'all. Um You know that I love you, Donnell Jones. I had to think of something real quick, okay? It's the CC show. It's late, y'all. We get into the we get into the show, okay? We get we get into the more hot more hot topics. All right, be back in a moment.
0: the very best in government politics celebrity entertainment music news tune into the Carlotta Chatwood show right here on block talk radio what's up y'all
3: I am back
1: on the Carlotta Chatwood show I am Carlotta if you up late listening to me say that to y'all y'all crazy (laughs) okay you that was Maxwell we're off
0: uh, Maxwell, what's Maxwell? Maxwell hosting,
1: Maxwell, what's he doing? The fiftieth, what's that thing? The fiftieth uh, hip hop anniversary. Okay, I got questions because you know my nosy Yes, okay. I gotta ask a question. You know, it's my face, but I have to ask a question because I saw this. I saw the fiftieth anniversary thing or something that he's supposed to be doing. It's, like, on the 15th of September. This is what it says. It's the 15th of September with the Wu-Tang Clan, Mary J. Blige, UPMZ, Tyrese. I don't know who else is. Tyrese. <laughs> Maxwell, Mariah Carey, and Maxwell, created by Funk Flex, and they're selling tickets. Now, I was like, hold up, hold up, because when I saw it, I'm like, the 15th, <laughs> Is that where he's supposed to be in Texas? Hey, so What? Do yeah, double blood? What's going on here? a minute. Let me know. Cause there's a lot going on that weekend. If we can drop your show down, we we need to know. <laughs> I was like, wow, how's he gonna be? But I figured maybe they're gonna do some pre-recording or something like that or something. I don't know. That's what is interesting. Are they gonna just change the date? I'm not. But it's I just don't know. But I did notice that. Yeah, and has you know, some of my thing, I said something. I had to. I asked, I asked another fan I knew. I said, "You yeah, said because they would come to this show, and they're like, yeah, I don't know.' At the fifteenth. I mean, I'm like, all right, you got two dates. Do you know you have two uh, the same two things booked on the same date?'
0: <laughs> I just want to say so.
1: I'm sorry. That's all. I'm like, really? Yeah. Interesting. So yeah, I noticed that though. Yeah, but that should be an interesting one. Uh, the 50th. It's like the 50th anniversary. What's that for? Hip hop or something? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I don't know. Maybe they're pre, they're doing something special. I don't know. Maybe, or maybe, it during, I during. don't know. Yeah, I. Don't. We'll, I'm sure they'll now I'm sure. I'm sure. They'll let the fans know what's going He'll let somebody know what's going on with this song. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I am back on the CC show. Let's talk about what we're we talking about. Did I say Divica I wanted to talk about first? I don't know if I want to talk about Divica first. Let's see. What else? It was something else I wanted to. Tyler What Let me look. Do I want to talk about Tyler first? Okay, so has y'all know there have been rumors that Tyler Perry is going to buy BET. So, I got a lot to say here, okay? Because I, you know, y'all be thinking people being a hater and all this stuff. I'm not a hater, okay? To me, I don't celebrate it just because. Now I've learned that. Um, I always ask them, my question myself Is the question is what does that particular black ownership mean? I'm proud, happy for him on a personal level. But what to, because when they, when they share those type of things, that Tyler Perry, BT, back back in black ownership, that doesn't mean anything. Black ownership is great, and it's great for the individual who's owning. But to me, when you sell it off as it's a good thing for the community, then when you do that, then I need to have an understanding of how this expands and helps the community. You get what I'm saying? Because there are a lot of people who say, oh, it's black owned. it's black owned," and a lot of black-owned businesses um, are great for the individual, and they sell it off as being black-owned, but it doesn't expand the community in a way. Like sometimes they don't have black employees. Sometimes there's all kinds of things. Now, we know it being Bt, there will be, but, It's also about, to me, gatekeeping. Um, Because a lot of times in Black America, Black where White America and other White America has so many places to go in terms of people in Hollywood are places in the entertainment world that you can go to. To move your career, there's various people in that industry who are um, white, but in black industry, black people are so oftentimes relegated to a certain group of people, and we need to be diversified so much more out there. So we won't have to just go through Tyler Perry's gate, or we won't have to go through Puffy Gate, or J. V. Gate. We can have various people with various different, uh, various different opinions and thoughts. And people will have various gates to move, to go through, okay? And it won't be somebody at the door trying to gatekeep and see if you make, if you fit perfectly. You know what I'm saying? They wait. You know what I'm saying? So, but uh, this is uh, from uh, com. It says, Tyler Perry seemingly has a finalized deal to take over BET despite reports uh Tyler Perry, this is according to Tyler Perry, has yet to come, move forward with his goal of purchasing BDT, despite a recent report from the streamer claiming as much. The website broke the story earlier this week, but has since taken down the report, as noted by the Huffington Post, Phil Lewis. The actor's a Tyler Perry Studios company previously partnered with the network to create BDT+. Plus. The streaming service features both original films and series from the BDT library and has been a massive hit since launching. Perry has discussed the idea of buying BT in the past, confirming his intent to do so to Entertainment Tonight during an interview back in April. Rumor? No, it's not a rumor. I've been here for four years now and a tremendous success, Perry said at the time. I wasn't expecting this to happen, so yes, if that's possible, I'm very interested in taking as much of it. If it's possible, I'm going to take as much of it as I can. Um, In that same interview... Perry also explained why black ownership is important for the network. I think there was a sadness when Bob sold it, and I think there'll be a happiness when it's black owned again, Perry said. And even though Sherry Redstone and what is, what is it, Viacom or Paramount, they've done a phenomenal job with it. They didn't let it fall by the wayside. They didn't let it go into dust. They nurtured it and took care of it. And to see Sherry at this position saying, "I, I think it should be returned to a black owner, I figured, okay, See, that's my kind of person. Now, wait a minute, okay? So when he's already implying that this is good for the black community, okay, uh, not just because you own it, but what do you do to expand the community with it? Ownership is not, I don't care about you Negroes owning something anymore because a lot of times it's individual shit. You know, I get it. But don't try to sell it off to black people as good unless you're going to expand the collective. That means when you say stuff like that, well, then we're gonna then now we get to come in and hold you accountable. To making sure you're just not a gatekeeper and you're not putting foods so cuz you're saying, "Hey, me buying this is expanding the community. It's expansive of the community." Okay? And so um uh there are other people that are saying that's up, still up for it, including the dudes who are for the dudes who who are African. I think African background. Um, I think Tyler Perry will probably get BT. I would not be surprised. Um, I think Black America has to be very uh cautious of celebrating this right away because these, listen, let me just say this about the these, I think let me see uh, let me look this up before I discuss this uh, and explain to you
3: uh,
1: let's see, I want to look up something specifically where I had this top here Okay. Uh let me look at this here. It's an article I saw today that was very interesting and very telling of why Iacom wants to sell BT along with BH1. Okay. Uh These years, if he buys it, it's not sure the deal is set in stone. Even though it is. a lot of people are saying um and remember, a lot of these people, these are not billionaires yet. Okay, I don't know what title is. Let me just say this: when you buy a company, usually there are other investors with you. Okay, he might be the main investor or the name of the group on the group, but that doesn't mean he's the complete owner. So we 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 as black people have to start understanding business jargon because. A lot of times, these people—and this is not to this Tyler Perry—but people in, especially in the entertainment world, um, sometimes there's an exploitation, an exploitation of black ownership, and of selling you the dream and, and ideas of black aspiration while the collective suffers. But, hey, I own something. You know what I'm saying? I, it's not that I don't care about you owning something. That's good. I, I think every individual needs to do something to increase their family and their family's wealth. But when you make it a community that you owning something is expansive of the community, then you should be held accountable to community standards. So I hope you all get what I'm saying there. Um, but it says, um, uh Let's see. Let's see, I'm trying to find this. Rumor report, okay Let's see, Perry has a stellar reputation on BT. BT plus Since earlier this year, the actor Rumor has
4: it Um uh,
1: and they may have already been planning this. That's probably why he started, he helped them with the streaming service. Uh, there may have been a plan that they just haven't been telling people. Um, selling a majority stake in BT. Okay, Paramount executives believe selling a majority stake in BT, BT to a consortium of wealthy black investors and institutions may unlock opportunities and values, CNBC reported. Now, interesting, here's that. The sale of the majority stake in BT Group would also give Paramount Global Wiggle room to spend on programming for Paramount Plus and Pluto TV. And its free ad-supported streaming services has the streaming business lost $575 five million last quarter. Perry has given credit to BT's current owners for keeping the network relevant. Um, there was something else here. This is a very important article about it's not just that. Um, um, and I can't find the article. I really wanted to find that article before. Uh, Let's see here. Um, okay. So what has been the rumor around BT and VH1s? They haven't been profitable uh the last few years. This is just a rumor. But I also actually seen a um article about that. Um And that this owner not only takes on when when they're buying uh, the brand, um, they're going to take on the massive debt to BET, okay? Because the rumors are that BET hasn't been profitable, VH1, and these, and these things haven't been as profitable as they should have been. So, um, the rumors or I'm going to say rumors right now because I don't have the article that says it but that so whoever buys this buys DET they're hoping the black ownership team and you always got to be skeptical because I'm 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 always paying attention to Paramount saying they want their, they, they think selling the majority stake and they still have some stake so I'm always interested in who the investors are behind Tyler Perry. So you will never know. I don't, it could be, I mean, you know, I don't know. Could it be Paramount itself uh, trying to parade his black ownership? I don't know. But they see more opportunities for BET being owned by black ownership. So what these black owners are hoping to, to get to do is get you invested. And, see, we have to be very comm- very careful as a community when these kind of things come out. It's like the essence. Okay, Essence Magazine is over there owned by a whole, and I and I question it all the time. I like I love black people from all over the diaspora. But Essence Magazine uh is owned by black uh black uh, by a guy who is from Liberia and he has a running a woman with a traditional background, she's American, but her background is Kenyan. And no matter how many black people in America you've been around and how much stuff like that, uh, I've seen how the magazine has matured. And I don't I'm not sure if you get it, if you get black Americans. And if you get and a lot of times we're we're moving in the age of globalism. So a lot of these corporations if you notice NBA, everybody is trying to have a globalist star look at the NBA for the last three years and who's been the main stars. No, you better look at it. Okay. So black people in America, um, now you're having to and let me and I don't wanna sound like I'm being mean, but people have to understand this, okay? Black America, you are now having to look at just at your, 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 you're having to measure your success now through the lens sometimes of Africans who have come over and this is no offense, but these are the very people who participate, they're not, but they ain't, but, but the, but the continent of Africa participated in the slave trade. So now, you have on American grounds because you have black Africans, there was nothing wrong with this, but it's you're having to look at that as the lens of your um uh, has a lens to to your success and not to me it's very different a black African owning a corporation in America. It's very different because they don't carry the history of slavery and Jim Crow and all those things. So to me, the lineage is very different, and it doesn't even though we're we're from our our people are originally from the continent of Africa, but Africa is a is is it has over fifty nine countries. So it's 50 some different countries. It's fifty some different planes of thought. And to ask black Americans to look at their success, to measure their success through the lens of people who have not shared the same background as black people in America, the the same background as black Americans, it's very strange because it doesn't measure how we're doing. So that's some of the problem I have that's, that's happening a lot. Uh, B E T, even sometimes with celebrity world, even celebrities putting out there, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna own this. But it's okay. Yes, you're gonna own it if it's going to be community based. If you're telling us it's gonna expand the community, then you're gonna have to show us us how. If you're wanting the community to to support you, because it's an expansion of the community, we've also got to stop celebrity from using exploiting Black Americans too. To and that's why a lot of these companies are saying, Hey, okay, so they're gonna sell Tyler Perry this company with massive debt and stuff, hoping that by making him have black ownership it will turn the company around because you will buy into it because you're believing, hey, this is going to expand the community. And you and a lot of black America doesn't ask how and that's our problem. We have we that's why we have a percentage of people up there gatekeeping and we haven't had any movement in the group as a whole in successes. We haven't had several people out there who you can go to, several BETs. You know what I'm saying? We're getting more stuff like that coming up. But it's usually a handful. And so we have to ask ourselves, we can't afford to no longer just put a black face up there and say, okay, you're a picture of our success, whether you're African or you're a picture of our success, whether you're a celebrity. I mean, you ain't got to do nothing for the community. You just look like you're part of the community. You, you're telling the community we, we're, we're the reason, uh, I mean, uh, this is going to help us. Well, then you got to explain why since you said that man. And we need to hold them accountable, so yeah, why I see this as good, he is buying a, a, a what people are saying in the streets is, is going to be hard to turn around, but they're expecting to use your uh your you buying into black aspiration to do so, and not us being holding him accountable. And us being saying, hey, if you're saying this is going to expand us, then we need to see how collectively you do, collective before we support you. We need to see how you're going to do that, because now you're putting the community in, and the community's in trouble. The community we're low. Black Americans are low on the totem pole in, in, in all the um, um, and across the board. In, in economics and everything, and partly because of our history in America. And we can't keep letting celebrities make us look like we are making it when we really are not. Our other lineages are groups coming over who look like us and, but don't share the same lineage and the same hardship we have had in America. You know what I'm saying? I hope y'all get that, okay? So, uh yeah, good for him if he has, but I think that when you start to put the community in it and you start to understand what has happened to B T the first these first several years, that there that you know, he needs to you're gonna have to explain that a little bit more what you mean with that, okay? Anita Baker. How y'all Mm-mm-mm. okay? I gotta talk about Mr. Anita for a minute, okay? I got on Anita a few years ago, and y'all was upset with me, but I feel vindicated. (laughs) Anita Baker bumps Babyface from tour after drama with his fans, okay? And this is according to Rolling Stones.com. It says, Anita Baker announced that Babyface will no longer provide support on the rest of her North American tour after sparring with some of the songwriter, producer fans on Twitter. On Tuesday, June 13th, Baker tweeted after finally enduring cyberbullying, verbal abuse, and threats of violence from the fan base of, of our Special Guest Support Act. In the interest of the personal safety, I will continue the songstress tour alone. Appropriate refunds will be made. Anita Baker, after signing endures cyberbullying, okay. A rep for Baker did not immediately return Rolling Stones' request for comment. I am saddened by the news that Anita Baker has decided to remove me from the sponsors too, Babyface said in a statement to Rolling Stone. It's unfortunate and disheartening to see how things have played out via social media. While I was looking forward to the rest of the dates, I have nothing but love and respect for Anita, and I wish for her the best for the remainder of her tour. Okay, um, came after Baker spent much of the past few days arguing with Babyface on social media and ostensibly taking a few shots at Babyface as well with the drama dating back to a show in May at the Prudential Center in New York, New Jersey. According to reports at the time, there were technical issues which delayed the show by a couple of hours. When everything was ready to go, it was decided Babyface sets would be called off so that Baker would have enough time to perform the headliner set. Um. Baker defended the decision to bump baby face that night, saying it was way past time for the headline to be on stage. Okay, listen, let me just say this. Okay, Miss Anita is dealing in 1988 and 1989. You got to remember, she's old school. She was a legend back in the day. She was having, Anita has has one of those reputations throughout the industry. Now, Anita, you got a bad reputation in the industry. Despite you've been doing really well, you've done, God just bless you. To be doing good, but it's a lot of people in the industry. I've heard stories that people don't like Anita Baker allegedly. Okay, there's been a lot of stories. I mean, when they asked Stephanie Mills about it, Stephanie Mills was like, "Okay, Stephanie Mills and you had nothing to say." She said, "Baker, she didn't come to told me. Let me explain something. Okay, Miss Anita is thinking about eighty nine, eighty eight. You know, my opening act is way past time for the uh, for the headliner to be on stage. Miss Anita, you don't understand what happened here. Okay, I don't think you." And this, and listen, I understand there was technical difficulty that night, but I don't think you understand the dynamics of 2023. Um, Babyface wrote most of the hits of the late 80s and early most of the 90s. He's had a successful musical career on his own. He really did not have to go on tour with you. There was a reason... That y'all used him as a special guest on that tour. They went and asked Babyface. There's a reason you needed an opener. That was damn good. And he did not. He don't got to be an opener. I'm gonna be honest with you. He ain't got to be an opener on nobody's show. And not especially not yours. I love you. I'm gonna tell you the truth. Person love you. Go tell the truth. I think that man was doing that. Because he was being kind and he respected you as a legend. Babyface ain't got to open up for no dang nobody, okay? He ain't got to be your special guest. He did that out of respect for you more than likely. Because Babyface can go today on the LaFace Tour. Right now, if you go to with Tony Rez and a whole bunch of people in and sell out all across the United States, I hope you think about it. Okay. He really can't. he's a good performer. He did not go this is not nineteen eighty nine. You not co head you really co headlining line with him because people they they picked him listen, it's just like let me just say this. A lot of some people come to see opening acts, okay? Like when Mary J. and Maxwell went on score, I remember they had Ro James. Now if Roe James could perform one night, mm, it's going to be a percentage of the audience who think that he wasn't that big yet. It's a percentage that came to see Roe James. But the real headliners is Mary J. and Maxwell. Okay? If Maxwell would have said to Mary J., you can't perform tonight because uh, we, the show's two hours late, people are going to be pissed because a lot of, about, maybe a lot of them fans came to see Mary J. and not Maxwell fans. Facts. Okay? It's hard to do that, Mr. Anita. People gonna be mad. Like I can't, I paid my money, see, baby, Especially because in, in, you not understanding the fucking time. Listen here, let me tell you, celebrity, something. It is a blessing. I really no, you, you mofos, I've been noticing y'all going on tour. So all of y'all going on tour at the same fucking time. No, it's a lot of them. no. It's a lot of them. y'all. Y'all gotta notice. Pete game. They all been going on tour at the same time. Inflation is higher than any time. And a lot of y'all is spending y'all hard-on money out here. And so these mofos is going to be okay getting your money in these arenas and stuff like that. But a lot of these mofos ain't grateful. They come out doing the same shit, same bullshit, giving the same funky-ass shows and shit, and then they want people to be, uh, well, see, you know what I'm saying? Uh, We work real hard to go on these tours. And we work out, nah, we work hard for our money too, bitch. Be grateful. Now, Mrs. Nita, people work real hard for that. They was probably able to upcharge on them tickets that you run around here selling because you were supposed to retire almost two years ago. I thought your ass was done going on tour. You doing like Sheer? You going on a continuously retirement tour? And you, your ass says you quit music business a few years ago. Did you say something like that? I don't know. I don't want to quote it, but something like that I thought it would happen. Now, in order for face come on this tour, they probably marked your tickets up a good price because you, they probably could not sell them to tickets that price without babyface being on it. So mofos came and got they on their best clothing. No, I want you entertainers to entertain us. How of a These mofos being ungrateful. They don't understand what time it is. It's really getting time. It's really worth white, and they getting ready to wipe y'all asses out of here. Hey, I'm, I'm serious. I'm, but this time, let me just say this, okay? People not only go buy these high-ass tickets, Thank God they got corner and shit like that now. People can put their tickets. I know people who do that shit. Beyonce tickets, people doing that shit right now. <laughs> right? They can they put people put their hard on money. They get outfits. They get food for dinner, pay for dinner that night because they may be going out with friends on a date, and they make a whole event to come see your punk asses in concert. No, 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 no. Somebody gotta tell them the truth. And some of y'all just think that shit is supposed to happen. Like, it's just supposed to, we supposed to come see me. And some of y'all know y'all be selling the tickets, and tickets don't be selling all the way out. When they, y'all had them sell out, they even had to sell them. To, I already talked about the groupon four tickets and a hot dog for $25. Okay? Y'all be fronting out here. And y'all ain't got no respect for these fans that come out here. And, Mr. Nita, you ain't got no respect. This ain't 1989. This is 2023. And same face, yeah, he's been kind of shady. He's been airy. He's been kind of shady when he put it out there that you wouldn't let him open up. But he knew he had to answer to 50% of that audience. 50 to 60% of that audience came to see his funky ass, came to see his ass. And he knew that he's going to have to answer why wasn't he on stage for two hours. He didn't want his fans thinking that it was him. for the reason they they spent all that money and he didn't show up. Some people just came to see him, Miss Anita. Some people saw you, done sing you already. I hear waiting. I remember one time I was see her at S&S. She was what she spent her half the show. I love Anita Baker. I'm Anita Baker's one of my favorite artists. A lot of time I listen to Anita Baker today like she was not, Anita is a used to be beautiful back then. She's still beautiful. I remember going to see Anita Baker one night at Fest. Miss Anita was on stage, she was waving at everybody, talking to everybody I said, If you don't see the sun and then she I think she was late going out, then Maxwell came out, I was late and shit. I was half asleep. I said, Set my ass out the go."
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I remember it was me and this girl, we was up we was up real close. We was in like the gold circle at that
3: time.
1: And me and this girl and our both our, our our time, our boyfriend, uh, her was her husband, and my boyfriend at the time. My husband, which is, my husband there. but they was both asleep, and me and her was up standing up like. A <laughs> they was asleep. And we both was cracking up. And they, were they, they was like, damn this, because it was like one thirty, or 2 in the morning. It was crazy as hell, okay? Because Anita was out here waving at people, okay? Shit. Okay? Yeah, that's I was was told there was a couple of reasons, other reasons too, but I'm just saying. Okay, she spent a lot of time waiting. And people tell me she still do that, okay? You can do that, Miss Anita. I like you. You a legend. You got some of the best music ever. But Babyface is a legend. Wow. He's a legend too, Miss Anita. And he done had some hits in 2023. He just did a whole album with a bunch of girls. Ellie Mae, all not stop it. Queen Nice all it. stop it, nigga. He didn't have to go on this tour. You know that. You know them fans came to see Half them fans came to see him. Don't be cute out here. You know the deal. Stop the foolishness. Just stop the delusion that we back in 87. Stop the delusion that 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 Babyface is Luther. I love me some Luther. Luther's my favorite artist of all time. Okay? But let me tell you one thing: okay? Babyface got Babyface even was big bigger than Luther.
3: I said what I said. I love
1: me Luther. Ain't nobody better than Luther ever. But I'm real. Okay, Babyface is not only a, one of the biggest songwriters of the 20th century and the 21st century. He's a he's got he's a, one of the biggest artists. I could b s You know what the hell. You know him. It, it was kind of him to go on tour with you. Shit. You acting out here, acting diva. Instead of saying, hey, everybody, and asking Babyface to come on your set and sing a couple of songs. Like, hey, fans, I'm so sorry. Y'all know it was too late tonight. I want Faith to come out here and join me for a couple of songs. But no, your punky ass I think it's 89. Well, I won't stand the cyberbullying No, they bullying you because they people work hard for their money They mad because the other act ain't showing up And you probably charging a lot of money for them damn tickets And half that money is because babyface is on the fucking shop Okay, hey, I got cussing I don't mean to cuss, I'm sorry, Lord I'm sorry, I'm trying to stop Okay, hey, grateful, be grateful You're so blessed to have had a life as a fountry. Most people don't get to live their dreams to be a great person. Anita Baker, your story is that they told you you couldn't even sing at first. And here you are years later and still on tour. But you acting ungrateful and you acting terrible and you still running around here that allegedly acting like a diva. But well, your ass should be grateful you even got your foot in the music industry. When they was telling you you couldn't sing, I'm not going to go off. Some of y'all got to be grateful. Some of you artists got to be grateful, You this, especially during this time. Seriously. People are still spending their hard on money. Hey, some people ain't even got no money. And they come to see y'all funky ass. And some of y'all stuck up. And y'all be out here half singing and shit. People come to be entertained for you from a half up for a little bit of a night. Arrogant ass. So that's not all y'all, but some of y'all. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Bullshit. It's, I think that pisses me off more than anything. It really does. When that gets on my nerves more than anything to see entertainers who who been who known to be getting cheated all the time, acting cheated all over the place. Don't and they? They be less than humble. Be coming out trying to charge everybody half a ticket, acting out like people supposed to come see you. People supposed to see me? I see y'all. Shit, it's, it's some better acts right down at the local pubs. Right now, I've seen better acts at the local pubs than some of y'all. I ain't gonna lie. Some of y'all is just y'all, y'all been, y'all been floating. Some ridiculous newfakers out here acting more. and the rest of y'all too. I know who y'all are. Just ridiculous, ungrateful warm. Ungrateful forms, ungrateful a Fox. fox, That's not all interchange. I'm just talking to some people. Okay. Be grateful, be humble that people are spending their money on you in inflation. Because listen here, if this stuff crash all around here, y'all gonna be the first in- expendables. People gonna be like, shit, I ain't gonna see nobody, I can't see, see nobody. <laughs> you are gonna be having a hard time paying for them little mini, them little mansions and and and, and uh, 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 Gucci outfits and and and, and a, uh, uh, what else is out here? What else y'all got going on? Uh, Tailored suits and and and, and, and uh, uh hairstyles and
3: weaves and shit. Shit. That's
1: ridiculous. People paying for meet and greets and shit and all that stuff. going to be back there like they like they supposed to be like that's just money, that's uh sleet Fuck that. I you know what I'm saying? I gotta I gotta go off on the people. This is ridiculous. Some of these entertainers, they don't know how hard it is for most people. I like you little Wayne's punk ass. Is talking about. And, yeah, you know, I, I we ain't got to be out here for you. We work too damn hard. but well, Nick well, we work too damn hard, too. Well, our ticket money, come see you. We don't want to see your tire audience. Are you getting ready to The audience is your boss. No, you ain't got to do everything the audience say, but the audience is part of your it's, – it's you motherfuckers need to learn some customer service. You to go to Chick-fil-A and learn some
3: <laughs> how they start.
1: Some of these entertainers, they're just out of control. Let me stop going off. Look Fox had a very public and sometimes tumultuous relationship with rapper 50 Cent. This is according to MSN.com US TV. While visiting Sherry Shepherd's talk show, Fox 58 revealed that she would be open to rekindling her romance with the rapper and power executive producer. The conversation started with Shepard mentioning how the best friend rapper, uh, 47, was allegedly suing. He brought the Set It Off actress up because she plans on doing a BMF project that's unrelated to his show. The rapper and TV producer is the executive producer of the popular BMF series, which is being renewed the third season. He's still saying your name, said Shepard during the conversation. Curtis is still seeing your name. How do you feel about that? Fox responded and said, I took it as a compliment. That's his way of showing support. Thanks, boo. I asked Fox if she'd be open to dating her ex again in the future. Their short-lived, but high-profile romance took place in 2002. While one might assume that after all their back-and-forth answers would be resounding, no, she actually chose a more never-say-never response. Listen here, let me just say this about Jessica Fox and 50 Cent. I believe they, keep, they be trolling each other and they still like each other a uh, little young girl that's over there with 50 Cent, watch them, okay? They might be messing around on the side right now. They, they, they've been arguing too many years. You see people arguing like that. They've been together. I mean, they they like chilly. They like might be chilling in usher hiding underneath where don't nobody see it. You know what I'm saying? Because they argue too much. They still like just. They arguing all the time. I ain't going to just put it on Vivica either. I know y'all, y'all was talking about Vivica. No. 52. They act like they might still beyond you they might be still they may be having a super rhymes i mean you know what i'm saying you don't know <laughs> <laughs> jessica white one of Nick candidate's exes is, is speaking on her healing journey in the aftermath of their relationship and she isn't letting her broken past hold her back okay uh it says on tuesday morning jessica shared a lengthy instagram post on a to her cash and has a book a short while into her message she goes saying that she put all her, her all into their relationship and gave eight Eight hey, Lord, have mercy. Eight ride or die years to me. Jesus. Was she with Nick when he was messing with When he was meeting them, I don't know. I got to count them times. However, she said she didn't feel like a can and reciprocated her feelings, and she left the relationship with more questions than anything after they 2020. I have loved and I have gave eight ride or die years to you with my head high and heart praying you see me the way I deserve. I want you to work every day that you see me and love me the way I loved you, maybe you did, but it but just kept it from me during the relationship. I walked away with more questions than anything I don't know till till this day really why current things had to happen. I wanted the world to know I didn't always good feel good like Nick Cannon was proud to have me as a partner, and I'm so happy I can say that now and I still know how awesome I am. I am proud to say i the truth and how healthy, emotionally, and and wouldn't change my insane insecurities that I prayed off my life. Okay, she said they didn't know how to love each other. I never felt love that was safe, even as a kid. So no, he didn't cause that pain. Y'all ain't got a phone that y'all can call each other up on and start talking. It's Gemini season. It was Gemini's. Is she a Gemini? But you know these Geminis love the social media. They get out here and, and they put all these where Where is she? Where's where Jessica? It's Jessica. Let look her up. Child, she's. i don't guess I where she used before I get on this. Before I keep on this. what I tell you?
3: Child. I knew it.
0: <laughs> it's a. Listen. Okay?
1: She's a customer. She's right at the end of Gemini season. She's June 21st. She's a Gemini. Okay? I would consider her a Gemini. Okay? Some people say June 20th. June 21st. Most people say it's Gemini season. Okay? She's a Gemini. Is it cancer? I think so. Is it? Yeah. Right? Yeah? Yes. Okay? So listen. Girl, so, I knew it the way she's using. It. She wrote that book on social media. I said, Hell yeah, that's there's that's, that's Gemini. That's a she was, That's Gemini. Geminians Gemini love social media, okay? And they they love you, they care about you. They will use social media. If right? use to hate you, bitch, you know they're they're putting up bad stuff about you on social. Media. They'll tweet you, do all it because they that's how they communicate. They like they like communication, okay? And she couldn't pick up the phone to call Nick Cannon, but she wanted to go out through the air. That's You know what I'm saying? So she started typing it on a book on social media. She wanted all of us to see it. <laughs> I love Gemini. <laughs> the most fascinating side of the Zodiac, the side of us. <laughs> y'all funny as hell. <laughs> oh, baby, is there. But y'all funny as hell. <laughs> they funny, they funny. They funny. They passive aggressive motherfuckers. They crazy. Y'all funny. Y'all aggressive, with y'all passive aggressive. Y'all wow. That's genius, okay? She's out here writing Nick Cannon a whole ass book. Jessica, let me just say this, okay? Look at Justin Nick, okay? you know Justin Nick done you too. Do, but look at him now. Okay, look at what God has done. Yeah, look at this. Yeah, some people I look back at, I remember I was, they were was dissing me when I was dating. i was like, oh, and then I look at them and I'm like, all right. When I get to church, I have to be, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Uh, 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 listen, thank you, Lord, for all you've done to me. You didn't see fit to let none of these things be because every day by your power, you keep on keeping me. I want to say thank you, Lord, for all you've done for me. could have been me outside with no food, no clothes. Well, it could have been me with some food. Mm-hmm. it could have been you with one of them 12 keys. So you almost was because you, you know what happened. God rest the baby soul. But it could have been you, and you would have been even probably most Look at God. Girl, you need to be shot. Don't write no more letters on social media. No, 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 no. You have gotten your answer. Look at Dusty Nick. Okay? Look. Look. Look at how God protected you. There's that son what Beyonce has. What's that son of Beyonce got? Oh, what is it? What's this is one Beyonce again. What is it? Um Oh, it's so I love it. Was she in the wedding dress, Is she getting dressed and stuff. What's the song, um uh, oh my goodness, what is that song? I cannot think of. Beyonce's a philosopher. I say no, 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 some Beyonce songs be philosophizing out here. What is that song uh uh oh I can't
3: think of it.
1: Let me see. Uh, What is the name of I'm going to think of that song. Hey, uh. uh, It's a very good song. I can't, uh, but it's. (laughs) what is <laughs> the name of that song? Best thing I never had. Thing I never had. Ooh, you just—you need to see. You need to, you need to listen to that. Song. Girl, sometimes God just be trying to help you. Sometimes you gotta go through some pain. Okay, But If you—if if is it? What goes around comes back around. Yes, she. That song, right? Ooh. Sometimes you be you don't know, you you can't see that it's a clown in front of you. And it takes a few years to open up and say,
3: "Dang, she was a clown. I'm
1: so glad. Or she was a clown. What's the certain fact? It says there was a time I thought that you did everything right. No lies, no wrong. Boy, I must have been out of my mind. So when the think of the time that I almost loved you, you showed your ass and I saw the real you. Thank God you blew it. Thank God I dodged a bullet. I'm so over you, so baby, good looking out.
3: Oh, baby,
1: Beyonce, y'all say you should sing them songs last night. I wanted you so bad. I'm so through with that because I do see you turned out to be the best thing I never had, and I'm gonna always be the best thing you never had. Beyonce, sing that, Jessica. You should be. You should put that on loud and blasted. That's what your your post should be. Just Beyonce video. Okay. Listen, I'm telling you, sometimes 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 it don't feel like it. Sometimes you got to be ruining your hope, you be about to ruin your whole life. You be, girls, I'm trying to tell you. listen, when you get older, you be going through stuff that you be about to ruin your whole life for a fool. You don't realize it's a clown. You like he's a clown, this is a clown. You don't really look right in the center in front of you you're thinking, oh, this is no, this is my, this is for me. And God like, nope, nope, you're trying to ruin everything. You're
3: like, oh,
0: no, no, oh, I want it. God, please, I want it. <laughs> Get out of my way. I don't care. I'll ruin everything. I just want it.
1: And God's like, nope. I'm stopping you and everything. nope, nope, nope. So this a clown. I'm trying to keep you. I'm trying to stop you from a clown. <laughs> this is a killer clown, <laughs> and you can't see it. You're like, yo, no. and you you be in pain and you're sad, like Jessica writing long letters telling my. I got questions. I don't understand
0: why why you don't want me.
1: And then a few years later. You see that food somewhere and you're like, what in the world? I must have been high. <laughs> what the hell? Everybody got a story like that. No, a lot of us women. You got to talk to some of us older girls. We got a story. We all got stories. We got stories. Some of us old and be having stories, okay? Listen, here I'm trying to tell y'all. Jessica, he's the best thing you never had. Look at him. Look at this. Look, look, look at the baby mama. Look at that baby you, but You could have been that baby mama right now that's on that radio station. That show went. Girl, you better, you better thank God for, for blessing. Could have been up on that show, girl. Up there looking like a damn fool. Okay, look here. Look at how God does.
0: Look at, look at God.
1: Okay. Please. Thank God. Best thing you never had. Best thing. I'm gonna say it again, Jessica, for you, okay? It's good. Don't be on the Jim and I back up off the social media. Okay, I know he he don't care. He got he we bogged down with thirteen kids. He ain't care about what you talking about. So you don't want that. I want your kids over there. God God save you from being part of the hymn, the dusty hymn. Right? You know Sometimes you, you don't know how good you got. Man, you still
3: there? Me. I mean, you be pulled up
1: Okay, it. let's talk about Dwayne Wade. I, I don't know. Can I get to the part where I, we got seven? When I say that, that
3: means she has a mother, she has a sister. Yes, this
1: Dwayne Wade gives an excuse of why. Gabrielle Union is paying 50% out of these streets. Yes, sir. She has a lot of things that she's responsible for.
0: Right. You know what she does? Right. 50 responsibility. And when I say that, it means she has a mother, she has her sisters, she has her dad.
3: She has, her, she has a lot of
0: things that she's responsible for. Right. You know what she does? Right. She pays 100% of that. Right.
3: You
4: know what I
0: do? I pay 100% of my life. When our life come together, my wife is a working actress who, right. who spends time away from the family to go work, do to do our field. job. Right. We decided together, because I think I said one time when we was in Miami, I said something about it being my house that I paid for. Oh, I looked at me. She was like, you will never say that to me again when it's something that we should. And so my wife was like, when we move to L.A., I got half on it. You will never say my house again. Wow. She said, you can say that in the arena. <laughs> <laughs> and so it, it, in our life, my home. 50, 50, right. I hope y'all heard that because
1: crazy, but he said that he said, he said that, that she pays a 50% Dwayne Wade on the Shay Shay club, a uh, club Shay Shay, uh, which is uh, Shannon Straus's club. And he said, he was talking about the reason that him and Gabrielle union go 50 50. And he said that Gabrielle union, he told her one day, this is my house. I paid to build something. Gabrielle union said, you will never say that to me. Okay, so she might have been on there giving you some hints. Bro, let me give you Scorpio talks. No, 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 I got to get to you. Uh-uh. Listen, listen. I wouldn't. Scorpio do that shit, okay? Now, listen here, Dwayne Wade. That was a warning, okay? She was on there giving off warnings two times. I'm stressed. I'm playing that Scorpio. Somebody said she was crying out for help on YouTube. Yeah, she was. Listen, listen. I'm just talking about this. is my Carlotta one-on-one's opinion from a Scorpio female point of view. Uh, when she told you that was her hop listen, 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 you better look it back at Gabrielle Union's stuff, okay? See, when you said that to her, she, she went ahead and started taking that 50%, mm-hmm, but then when she was on there and you didn't catch it about her talking about how hard it is for her and stuff and everything, uh-huh, you better watch yourself, Dwayne Wade. Watch yourself, because so she could be secretly being mad. Oh, I'm just going to tell you, I'm telling the truth. She's like, this is this. Oh, man, he got a hundred million dollars over here. See me struggling to pay my mama's bills. He already and he know I ain't gonna ask him for nothing because he done already said this is my house and I can't let that go because I am a because you know a be a female, we be thinking we men. So she be out here, you know what I'm saying? She she's out. She, and remember what she said about her husband when she had to. She was helping him with the house before. She said she felt like she could do what the hell she wanted to do because she was paying the bills. Right? Oh, so, Wayne, way you better. Good luck. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you, that, that Scorpio speak over there, you better learn, you better ask Scorpio about how to decide, dissect them words, okay? I don't know. I'm hoping she, she's okay with 50-50. But you done put a whole other thing by saying you told her this was your house, okay? That's why she's paying 50-50. Okay, she don't like that. She don't like what you said. She probably holding it against you, okay? Listen because we decided we'll hold it against you. And we won't say nothing. We'll just be watching and be like, hmm huh. How why'd he say that to me? See, everything with us, we when you say one thing to us and it don't sound right, remember we suspicious and we, we kinda psychic. So we be like, What the shit that mean? So we looking at y'all, we looking at the under meaning, the underbelly meaning of that. What you mean you your house? And see, we, we and from that point, we do everything from that point. And I'll tell y'all, I'll tell you, all okay? i tell you i am sorry. I'm going to tell y'all, too, God. Not all of us the same, but a lot of us are. Okay. Nah, we all do things differently, but we all know each other. Okay. <laughs> On that note, I have come to the end of the show, y'all. It is been fun. I hope y'all have enjoyed uh, this talk. Listen, I will try to be back uh with I'll tell y'all when the new platform is coming and when I'm gonna get on and do that. Uh as soon as I get everything together, it we'll still be doing Block Talk. Block Talk Radio is still gonna be coming on, but we're also gonna be coming on another platform with a shorter version too of this show. But the long version is always gonna be on Block Talk, okay? I'm out, you guys. Let's leave out tonight. She's even been talking about baby face. Let's leave out tonight with babyface and Ella May. Keep on following. It's the
2: CC show. I will see y'all. Y'all have a good week, okay? Bye.
1: Every day like the first day. Still get butterflies. Oh yeah.
3: Keeps on falling in love Oh I like that song it's the
1: cc show if you are listening to the sound of my voice you are listening to the archive show what's up archive listeners i appreciate y'all i hope y'all enjoying the show or y'all enjoyed the show remember you can hit me up with the you can hit me up at the carlotta chat facebook page you can message me there if you have any ideas for the show or you wanted just to ask me something or you just want to check out some of the articles or some of the stories i'll probably be talking about on the show uh, also, um, you can hit me up on, um, uh, Instagram at Carly's underscore galaxy on Twitter, it's Chatwood Show and Carlotta72, there's two different accounts there, okay? You guys, I appreciate you so much, and y'all been asking me, do I got a TikTok account? Yes, I don't hardly be paying no attention to that TikTok, I'm going to start, okay, okay? Because I'll be like, if you want on TikTok, I'm like, TikTok? Chat,
0: yes, I'm on TikTok, but I do use it. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy I'll
1: be using it I'll be, I be, uh, be using it I'll be spying on my little cushion <laughs> But yeah, but now I'm on TikTok Yeah, this I am on TikTok And I will start using the TikTok So y'all can hit me up on TikTok, okay? Oh my Lord I don't even know what my TikTok handle is To be honest so I'm going I'm to tell y'all So y'all can be on, there on TikTok, okay? I think it's Carly72 Carly or something. I don't know, child. K Carly72. I don't know. Yeah, well, I'll tell y'all. I'll eventually tell y'all. Okay. Uh, what else? Okay. Uh, that's it. You guys have been asking me, too, when I'm going to open up phone calls. Okay, listen. I'm not doing that right now, but check this out. The new, the other platform, the shorter show version of the show, you, you will be able to interact. Okay. All right. all right, and I'll probably open it back up here eventually too, okay? So give me time, all right? But I appreciate y'all so much, and thank you for listening like you do every week. I appreciate y'all so much, and y'all don't know how much I appreciate y'all, okay? Y'all, have a good one. I will see you. Good night. We're leaving out with See nice. No plans. It's the CC Show. See y'all.
3: Welcome to CQ, D-Night, Neo, Kid Jones,